Welcome to the one one. Actually, Terry, who am I kidding? Play the tape, Jen. At the top of the home straight, if I didn't have a time, races up on the outside, hits the lead. Body Rock joins in a length and a half away. Then Odenaka starting to pick its way through the field. Odenaka shortly afterwards reaches the lead from Bonnie Rock down the outside, running on Faye King. But Odenaka broke clear and Odenaka wins it. Odenaka, luckless on debut, beat Bonnie Rock auspicious. Odenaka, you beauty. What a way to introduce episode 155 of the 1 1, your West Australian racing podcast. Sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. I'm BJ Ryan. Alongside me is the new Bob Peters, the one and only Terry Layton. G'day, BJ. How are we going? The, um, tell you what, the celebrations could be even bigger in two days' time. Two days' time. The old seven-day swing. Yes. Love a good seven-day swing. <laughs> Never doubted Stevie Wolf to back it up in seven <laughs> days either. Never queried it once. <laughs> in Wolfie, we trust. Um, how's things? Good yeah, weekend? Well, well uh, yeah, it wasn't a bad weekend. It wasn't a bad weekend. Uh, ticking along, just uh, just taking it one race at a time. That's all you can do in yeah. this day and age, you know? Yeah. yeah. You can't look too far forward. Did you get your <laughs> Did you get your feel of uh, Test match cricket? What it last no, two days? No, I was really flattening. Had a real Sunday planned out. Twelve till seven thirty. My aim was to do below thirty steps. Yeah, figured I can get to the toilet and back in about eleven. So it gave me two <laughs> and a half visits to the toilet. Don't ask me about the half, but uh, yeah, no cricket on Sunday was was flattening. At least I'll pick the right team this week. So. I feel like we broke the Travis Head news <laughs> as it was occurring, but then I realised it didn't come out for six hours. So at least the only good thing was when I went on Twitter or any news website, everyone was basically as outraged as um, as I was. Mm. So and the, yeah, the result played out accordingly, didn't it? But yeah, um, yeah, big thrill. Ascot last Saturday. Uh, we, well, for me, it's a bit of a regular occurrence for you, Terry. But that was my first oh, winner, on. first winner at Ascot. Um, Eddie, was that your first winner at Ascot? First winner at Ascot. I've yeah, had winners right. at Kalgoorlie, Albany, Mount Barker, and now headquarters. LA. Headquarters. So I haven't owned that many horses, to be fair. But um, have you had a winner at Pinjarra? Never had a winner. I'll at ask you next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, the guys in our one-one own the dream syndicate. Eddie and Jason. That's their first horse. Uh, they've had a Ascot Big winner already. Uh, my mate Tommy. I think that's his third horse. So he's now an Ascot winner. Yourself, myself. So um, yeah, good even, win. Good win. Was yeah. a Murray, wasn't it? Yes. So actually, uh, my dad watched the race with us. He was two seats down, and at the three hundred, he said, "This thing is home." <laughs> <laughs> he was, was right. Like, too. I was like, "Shut up." Shut up, you mock. But um, nah, he was right. And the horse won good. And yeah, we're off to the Magic Millions two-year-old classic this Saturday. We're going to get into the preview soon. Sean McGrady shooting for five Magic Magic Millions McGrady. Mm. Uh, five of them. And I think this is going to be number three for Wolfie, hopefully. But uh, yeah, there's some quality opposition that we're going to take on for sure. Yeah, not too worried about those, BJ. But I was with your old man as soon as Auspicious didn't lead and um, and McGrady kicked our uh, our boy up and settled sort of midfield, forward and midfield. I thought, yeah, this is uh, this is Red Rover from here, I'd suggest. It was, I uh, wish, wish I'd had a bit more on. But so how's, yeah. the, uh, how's the drift? So we, we spoke about it on Thursday. It was backed... Uh, especially with Brad, I think Brad went up 320 at Tap Touch and it was backed into about 250 or so and everyone else went up high twos. There might have been some low threes. I thought, nah, no way. Pretty like, sure it was 280 when we were recording. Yeah, yes. and we were sort of both about 455 bucks or yeah. something along those lines. But yeah, I think Betfair SP was over $6 in the end, which is, to be honest, it wasn't that over. It wasn't that big. And uh, 
well, it wasn't much above the price, so I wouldn't have had uh, too much on. But um, Scotty Embry was actually telling me that once Auspicious didn't lead, and this is, isn't something I do, it's all too much for me, but in play punting, he took $5.50 in the run. I yeah, reckon, fair. yeah. I don't know how deep into the race that was, but obviously he would have had to assess, okay, Auspicious isn't there. So it's ha- going to have to have been 100, 200 metres into the race. Mm-hmm. So fascinating people that are um, sharp enough. I know Toby Dunn and Pete Anthony are yeah. very sharp at that type of stuff, but – um, yeah, I thought that was good punting from Scotty. Good punting. Yeah. Good punting. Um, but, yeah, it was a tremendous result. Great day. One, one of my great great days at the track. So, um, yeah, big thanks to Wolfie and McGrady, the team, all you boys. It was great. Fantastic. Um, the racing was, wasn't too bad later on in the card as well. We had a tremendous challenge stakes. Mitchie Pateman, who we're going to be chatting to very soon, uh, he set her up the winner of the challenge stakes for uh, Holly Watson on board in Feels Playful, mm-hmm. uh, owned predominantly by his uh, by his family members and his uncle Paul Hunter, knocked off Admiration Express, who we were both pretty keen on. Santorio yeah. third or the Kingsmen fifth. I think I would place the same bet again. On Ad- and I was with uh, Tommy, who was as keen as we were, Tommy Johnson, before the race. I said, look, even if we lose here, I'm really happy. I had a really good crack at Admiration Express. I think the big difference for us there and the tactics that were so uh, spot on with Fields Playful was we were stuck in the breeze, which we thought was a possibility. And while trials can look as aesthetically pleasing as they want, they're not race fitness. And the way that Fields Playful was ridden and when they asked to accelerate, it was just that little bit of race fitness that was a difference. I think if you probably run that race again in two weeks with the added fitness, I think that um, Admiration Express might get over the top, but uh, a key lesson learned as well yeah absolutely but i mean always learning the ride from holly just had to be so precise um got away even to the 800 but effectively just ramped up the pressure so it was a it was an 800 meter sprint basically so turned it into a war and if you're going to find a chink in admiration express from the breeze first start that was just perfect execution there from from holly and mitchell and uh lucy had to sort of sort of steady her uh, admiration express and got a little bit wobbly on the turn but what i really Lost liked no what i really liked uh, was the last 200 where she was just like just ref- didn't really want to get beat mm-hmm. and kept coming ran ran the winner to half length on the line so i think she'll lose again this campaign those two mares will be those two fillies rather they'll be squaring off in the ascot 1000 guineas 1800 next saturday so that's a clash to look forward to and in the cereal flower uh, Terry and the crew, the Haller fellas, had Hallatorian lead them up, CJP, um, but uh, and then just got swamped just late. Oh, Not swamped, right. swamped, oh, swamped, swamped the right yeah, word. No, I reckon you should choose a different word there, BJ. What actually. would you use, Terry? Mm, couple had to sit on us and fell in. Yeah, what word? Give us the word. Fell in. Fell in. Okay. Yeah, two words. So my Bellamy heavily, heavily supported late. Dollar eighty um, got got there from a. Pretty brave to Perucci, I thought, kicking back late. Halatorian staunch running third. Mm. Yeah, no, we were very excited, very happy. We were hoping just to park off Snipperucci, but uh, it's funny, all the um, Stephen Miller runners, they all went well enough. Ruthless Tycoon, probably not so much. I, I, it was I'm hard not, I'm not sure Ruthless Tycoon's going to be pressing on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that might be the last we see of him. Oh, that's a shame yeah. if so. Um, but, yeah, none of them ended up – we thought Auspicious probably in front. We thought maybe Snipperucci probably in front. And it just goes to show that just because you can jump and run in a trial doesn't mean you're necessarily on, on race day got the same um, gate speed. So, uh, yeah, we didn't intend on being out in front, but we're pretty uh, – we were pretty happy with running third 
um, to be honest with you, we were pretty excited. The market didn't want us out the door. Touch $20 for a minute and tell you what, I don't know. I wouldn't say the Pinjarra Classic's all over, but I don't think any other horse can win it. So <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a couple of couple of uh, big race days at Pinjarra coming up. Yeah, so I'm you excited. Got, you've got three runners on, uh, on Saturday. How many people have won the two-year-old Magic Millions into the Pinjarra Classic, you reckon? <laughs> Be optimistic, material witness could be a big couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, is it exciting? It's actually really, yeah. It's you got to probably enjoy this. I think I went six months without a, a winner, and when you've got uh, a few in work and a few bills coming in, it's not much fun. So I, I will enjoy it while it's uh, while it's going right in that sense. And shout out to the the Ganjimi brothers, Chris and Michael. They had a winning double. Um, sort of ended a bit of a luck, unlucky sort of uh, run of outs for for the brothers there, creator. And uh, in the last Tadweer, they Quinella the last Tadweer. Yeah, and they, they celebrated it well. I went into the Rock Magic Bar after the last and I uh, hadn't seen Michael for a while and he made me a couple of his Italian delights. I don't, I don't know what was in them, but uh, well, the bartender did and uh, yeah, forced me to – not forced me, I guess. I probably uh, Terry, would have done it off had, my own stone. Terry had to sit down after those, I think. So it was very <laughs> very rare to see the guru on his haunches, but yeah. yeah they were um, – but yeah, they were very happy and um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good, uh, good day for, the, for that team. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, plenty to um, plenty to enjoy out there at headquarters last Saturday. So before we march on into our Magic Wednesday preview, Terry, I think um, he put it. Yeah, he wanted to have a go at the Mastermind this week. Wanted to knock Andrew Walker down a peg or two, but I think he's got feels playful. He's got this will test you. He's got a lot of young horses coming through the system. So I think we better get Mitchy Pateman onto the one one and uh, catch up with him. Well, we had, a, we had an early booking for this week's Mastermind, Terry, none other than uh, Mitchell Pateman, top jock, come top trainer. And um, pre-Mastermind, we thought we might as well get Mitchie on, fresh off a feature race victory at Ascot last Saturday to have a quick chat in the lead up to, of course, the um, some feature races and the Magic Moons yearling sales, which is fast approaching. So let's wheel him in. Mitchell Pateman, welcome back to the show. Yeah, morning, boys. How are we? Very good, Mitchell. Very good. Uh, you must be uh, happy with how your uh, little team is uh, ticking along at the moment. Feels playful is obviously a pretty tough uh, winner. Not too many. She's a good leader. Good feeling that one. Did they? Yeah. On um, on Saturday, but uh, yeah, really tough performance to uh, to beat uh, a horse that a lot of us uh, think could be pretty sharp in time in Admiration Express. Yeah, you know, I thought she was really good. She, um, you know, she's had pretty well a faultless preparation she's won three of five and the only two she got beat she got beat a nose so Do you know why she got beat those two yeah because we're all on yeah because <laughs> i had an extremely large first up yeah. i thought here we go we're uh, we're gonna get a little result here i i think we spoke to you didn't we uh, yeah, you did. On yeah, that podcast. Yeah, I think yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we did. I just remembered that. Yeah. And uh, we cleared out from the rest of the field and it was uh, Rock My Way. Morton's Rock My Way, who turned out to be a reasonable horse that uh, had our back and grabbed us in the last stride. Fuck me, dude. Yeah, I think he's had five, five starts for the prep and I've backed her once. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's where it all went wrong. But anyway, she's earned uh, me enough in prize money since, so she's forgiven. She's a ripper, Mitch. I noticed that she races in your Uncle Paul's colours. Um, is he so? He's the he's the main owner. Is he? Did he just hand you the reins to this filly, or what was the story there? Why isn't Uncle Paul uh, training it himself? Uh, yeah, well, it was, he did train it initially. Um, he had a, her first prep, and then she come up to me and uh, raced through the winter when he wasn't training down there, and then 
uh, yeah, he, he sort of pre-trained her again this prep, brought her up for a trial and then left her with me. So uh, I think he, he sort of always thought that she's probably above Albany ability and um, to save her travelling up the highway all the time. Um, yeah, I was lucky enough to get her. So, yeah, very thankful to him for giving her to me. And, um, you know, he probably deserves most of the credit. He's done everything with her. I've just um, been made to look very good of late. I tell you what, though, you um, you and Holly got uh, put your heads together and you came up with some supreme tactics on Saturday. So did that go – was that plan A, exactly how you wanted it to play out? Yeah, it did. It sort of played out exactly how I sort of um, – I hoped it would. That's sort of the exact instructions I give to Holly and she sort of got them spot on. So, yeah, I thought if we could get it soft enough in front um, that, yeah, to try and get them off the bridle chasing around the corner, you know, you're not on the scarp side. So it makes it a bit easier to, um, you know, go around the corner. And I sort of found when I was riding that, um, yeah, if you do get it cheap enough and you can get them chasing around the corner at Ascot, you know, it's, not that far to the winning post for him to catch you. So, um, yeah, it worked. And, you know, to her credit, she is very tough, that horse as well. So, um, you know, you press the button on her 600 out and she sort of uh, keeps finding right to the line. And, you know, I think if Admiration Express had got closer to her, she generally finds again. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty good win. You can always tell how much you enjoy a win as well because the uh, the photo goes up on Western Race Picks afterwards. You can judge <laughs> by the size of the vein in your neck, like how much you enjoyed it. And that, look, that looked like a, uh, not quite this will test your levels, but just below it, I reckon. Hey, Mitch, who, yeah, get, yeah. who gets out of their seat first? Is it you or Josh? Oh, probably Josh. Yeah, he gets very excited. Um, we've sort of, we've learned our lesson a couple of times. I think Missile Storm one day at Ascot kicked about oh, four in yeah. front and I called him. I called him home and he pulled up to a walk, so we sort of keep it a little bit more subdued now. But, um, yeah, no, no it's uh, obviously very exciting. Um, a lot of my family's in feels playful and, you know, it's probably the best horse they've all had. So, yeah, they're getting a pretty big buzz out of it. Oh, Jeez, it's, it's, great to see, it's great to see some. I was on that missile storm as yeah. well. I was on this will test your first I think that was a and wolfie, second up when she was that moral beaten a couple of times. Jeez, okay. I'm, an, I'm an anger for yours, Mitch. You might have to start slinging me not to have a uh, – have a bet on your runners, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I'm I'm very similar. Every time I back one, he uh, pulls up to a walk. So I think Zanzibar I back last start and he went like a bastard. So I'll stay off him today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mitch, has <clears throat> have you been coaching uh, Holly with her her uh, adjusted whip action lately? Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not um, taking credit for that. You're getting in trouble. You're getting in trouble for it. So. Uh, no, but I, I like it. I, that's how I used to ride. I, yeah, I, I like it. But you know, obviously, not allowed to do it. So. I, I noticed. Uh, that, I noticed that she has um, added. I don't know. It feels like anyway, visually, that she's added a, a lot more aggression to her her um, her ride riding over the last two hundred meters. So. Um, she's doing a top job as well, and you guys are a tremendous combination. So, feels playful. Will you guys be heading to the Ascot Thousand Guineas eighteen hundred next week? Yeah, yeah. She pulled up super, and um, yeah, she's done everything right since. So, if she has another good week, then yeah, she'll be there for sure. And uh, listeners will be very eager to get an update on the stable star. This will test you. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, no, she's come back really well. She's um, yeah, she's sort of better than she's ever been and um yeah she looks sensational she's working well so uh yeah just waiting for that slot to get locked in um but yeah no she's uh ticking all the boxes at the moment so is that, is uh, that a possibility sorry terry is that a possibility is there been phone calls oh, are you surely. working through some 
negotiations or are you just, just waiting at the moment? Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of conversations. We've probably near on spoke to, you know, near on every slot holder that sort of doesn't have their own horse we've spoke to. Um, but, yeah, there's, nothing's been locked in and I'm not entirely sure why, to be honest. But, um, you know, I, I feel like she's probably near on the best 1,200-metre horse in WA. So, um, you know, if you didn't have her there, then it'd be a shame. But, uh, you know, if it doesn't, eventuate then she'll go to the William Reed at Mooney Valley so um, well, look out good yeah. backup plan um, <laughs> yeah yeah well there's you know you know I don't really want to stay in here she's nearly eight years old I don't really want to staying here while she's going as good as what she is to run in um, Roma Cups and consolation races when she's sort of been group one competitive already so um, yeah if she doesn't get a cocker slot she'll be on the plane Hundred percent. They're not, they're not worth enough, though, right? Yeah. For how good they are and the quality we see go around. What's it? Two hundred grand? Yeah, you're yeah. right. That is, yeah. that is a consolation. Type. I mean, what's it's two and a half Saturday wins? Fuck me, Dad. That's that's yeah. Comparatively, I concur with that hundred percent. She's easily good enough. We saw Rock Magic go across the 10, 11 year old, like when he was probably past his best. And um, vital, I, I reckon silver as well. Vital silver, exactly yeah. right. And we saw Indian Pacific ran mm. second in a Group One, like. I, I don't know if any of those, maybe Rock Magic at its best, I don't know if any of those were as good as this will test you, uh, was last campaign. So um, 100%. I reckon even if they throw at the stumps. I reckon it's um, four metres away, a little underarm. A stump <laughs> out of the ground, off you go. Hey, Mitch, what, what if, you, if, if William Reed is on the cards, then does that mean that she, I, I would struggle to think that you'd bring her back to Perth from there? What, what, would, what, what are you thinking there, East Coast-wise? Uh, she'll definitely, regardless of whether she gets a crocker slot or doesn't get a crocker slot, she's going to the, oh, now the name escapes me, um, the Sangster in Adelaide. In Adelaide, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, so that's after the crocker. So, um, you know, if she gets a crocker slot, she'll go crocker into the Sangster. If she doesn't get a crocker slot, she'll probably go William Reed into the Sangster. So, um, but yeah, whether she races on as an eight-year-old or not will just depend on how she goes this prep. You know, we're sort of um, not overly worried about her as a broodmare because, you know, we're, there's a lot of um, owners in her that have small shares. So, you know, you sell her for six, eight hundred thousand, it's not going to change anyone's life. Whereas I think they're all going to get a lot bigger buzz out of if she came back and was as competitive through our carnival as what she was last year. So um, it'll all depend on how she comes back and how she races. Um, you know, if she shows us that she's had enough, then she'll get retired. If she doesn't, then she'll probably race on. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, Mitch, we're, um, yeah, we're only a week away from the, the Perth Magic Million sale. Uh, do you want to give your stable a bit of a plug leading into the big event there in the Swan Valley next Thursday, Friday? Yeah, you know, obviously we'll be looking for um, a few more horses and obviously new owners and um, probably try and buy a couple of fillies because I've had good luck with both the, um, yeah, two mares or mare and filly. So um, we'll probably go after a couple of them and, yeah, always the door's always open to new owners. One last thing, Mitch, protege, is he heading back your way? Uh, no, no, he's at D-Max. Uh, he was down to trial a couple of weeks ago, but I think Darren said um, something sort of uh, was amiss with him, so he's gone the paddock. I don't think it was anything major, but, um, yeah, he's had a prep and he's back in the paddock, yeah. So, um, no, he wasn't back at mine. and I'm not sure whether he'll be back or not. I, I hope he is, but, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Very good. Now, Mitch, um, when you learn that, 
Andrew Walker had saluted in the mastermind uh, last week. You didn't you didn't waste any time in putting up your hand to uh, to have a crack to knock him off. What are the um, what are the confidence levels like? And you reckon you can get walks into maybe if he loses to you today, maybe you can get him into one of your yearlings next week. Yeah, yeah. No, I've told him this. This mastermind's like. Me, what I'll do to him is what this little tester will do to Amelia's jewels. It's going to be an absolute demolition. So. Uh, no, he was getting around. He was getting around Kelly Medvet the other day, calling himself champ, champ, and winners win. And, oh, I said no. Someone's got to settle him back down. So uh, as long as there's no. Akinar Star or Atacama Sky questions, I reckon I'm safe. <laughs> Shit, we better delete those. He's just sent me his uh, intro music he wants as well. So uh, it's an LL Cool J uh, song, Welcome Back to Cali, but he wants it to be Welcome Back to Back. I think it is, dearie, mate. <laughs> Mitch, mate, we're going yeah. to have to plonk you on hold for a bit if you can just hold your horses. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to have to get uh, What Up Walks on the phone and let's get this mastermind underway in a very short period of time. We'll take a break and we'll be back with more of The One One. Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Magic Millions Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton recording uh, episode 155 of the 1 1. This is your West Australian Racing podcast. That might it's, be what uh, the, um, the Australians make in both innings combined in the next <laughs> test as well. 154. That's not a bad guess, actually. Um, it's just after 11 a.m., Thursday, 16th of February. Pinjarra Park in Esperance on Saturday. And we've got a Mount Barker meeting in the Great Southern to wrap up the weekend this Sunday. You remember last year? Was it last year? Was it Bunbury or Pinjarra we went down for? Yeah, last year. And uh, all day. Do you remember all – that was – no, nah, but it might have been Bunbury Cup Day. And there was a dual Esperance meeting on. Yes. And you remember all day in the bus, the whole way there, I said, no matter how bad our day is at Bunbury, and I don't, I don't think we went too bad in the end. I remember a lot of us, Crip and I, loaded um, – I think you were involved too. Reliable um, star in the last. No, we had that. No, yeah. no, no. I was talking about one of our losers. Uh, triple missile to kiss beat Kiss on all four cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny looking back on those two bets in time, isn't it? Mm. Um, I don't think triple missile was 100% that day, but still, Kiss on all four cheeks has made the form look okay. <laughs> Reasonable, yeah. Yeah, no, I just remember <laughs> carrying on about uh, a horse in the last at Esperance all day long. Like, I would not let anyone forget. And it was 20 to 1, 24. Oil skin. Was yeah, called. oil skin. Yeah. And um, I remember you didn't back it. No, and I, I remember. I remember feeling aggrieved, like you'd done something wrong to me. I'd carried on that much. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you'd, you'd wronged me. So as usual, I was too busy uh, chin wagging, chin wagging, and telling everyone how listening uh, to Andrew Walker, <laughs> how, how I backed the last winner at Bunbury, <laughs> and I missed out on the last winner at uh, Esperance. Twenty dollars, Tash Faithful, was it? Uh, I, I, I can't. Yeah, it was a Helen Harding horse. I can't remember. And all I remember on the on the drive home because I was the designated driver was Terry singing um, "Simply the Best." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tina Turner gets a run after a good victory like that. So hopefully, uh, it's a similar setup. You're, you're, you're driving my car down yeah. there on uh, yeah. on Saturday. We got uh, a likely little crew. We got um, oh, we got Troy, the material witness owner, Jared. Yeah. Uh, Eagles extraordinaire, and then Chief Great Albanian uh, Bald Man uh, <laughs> filling out the car. So Mr. Sadik, I feel yeah. for you, Mr. Sadik. Yeah. yeah, a man who's got an opinion on everything. So if he knew something about WA racing, he'd be a great person to take on Andrew Walker. <laughs> I reckon. I tell you what, we go for about three hours. Eh? Uh, plenty to look forward to. All right, well, what, what should we stay tuned for, uh, Guru? We should stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city mates, get out stakes competition uh and don't forget as we just discussed uh the mundaring hotels wa racing mastermind competition is andrew walker what up the champ. um against uh against another champ 
it feels playful. And Mitchell, uh, and Mitchell Pateman, a little bit of a grudge match. Uh, Andrew Walker looking to string two in a row. I think, um, yeah, may be the most anticipated matchup in history. Could be, could be. Exciting times here at the 1-1. One, one. Uh, what's happening in the, the, the great world of uh, the guru? Betfair, Betfair oh. Edge, SEN, even, <laughs> listeners, Triple M. Tuesday morning, Xavier and Michelle, prime time there in the breakfast morning slot. The guru was on there uh, giving his thoughts on the uh, Pinjara Magic Moons, uh, the two features there. Had a good chat to the team there at uh, Triple M. What else have you got on uh, on the agenda? Not much. Yeah, yeah not much. No yeah. froffies and fitzies? Uh, yeah, sorry, do I quite enjoy that actually. It's a little 10-minute gig on the on the phone on Fridays and then um, I think I I think just with Gareth on Saturday mornings, but I'm pretty happy with that for now. Okay. And I might uh, do the written previews again uh, in some time if, if they still want me to, but uh, pretty happy just having a bit of time off that for now. So unfortunately, anyone that wants their our uh, – our tips need to listen to this for three hours. <laughs> Excruciating. Yeah, no, uh, you must there's, listen. There's no, uh, there's no, um, no easy, summary. No easy there. way out. Nah, exactly yeah. right. If you want the gold, you to go luck. panning for yeah, it. Exactly. All right. That's good. <laughs> All right. So good. the 1-1 one, one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all other major podcasting platforms. Please download, subscribe, like, follow. Do what you can. Uh, if there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, don't think, just do. Get onto it, listeners. Okay, it's time for the Pinjarra Track Report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. I love Pinjarra. This is my favourite race course to punt on. This is probably my favourite Probably my favorite outside the obvious major feature day. It's probably my favorite podcast every year as well because feel a fair degree of trust in the in the track. And the unfortunately, where I'm going with this is the most recent Pinjara meeting. BJ was at Scarpside, but the majority of the track's still the same. It's just a longer straight. Um, the bend. Yeah, they got a different. Yeah, it's a different bend. Different yeah. bend. Yep. So not much really changes in that sense. It was at the True Pad and they hadn't raced there for quite a while and it was a hugely biased day, hugely on-pace biased day. Um, so I'm mindful about that. I've been so happy with the track all year. Um, there's been some days where it's been a little bit biased, but it's been such a fair um, fair place to bet and that's why you can just bet with trust. You know, rails in run, coming wide, leading. But we have to be mindful of how it played last time at the True. So we will um, – tread warily on certain runners early unless there's uh, massive overs. But it's 34 degrees. It's a lot mm. warmer than I'd anticipated as well. Um, so we'll, we'll allow for a fair deck, but I'm very mindful of what we saw. Uh, when were they last there? A week ago? A week and a half ago? Yeah, it's going, to be so. hot. it's going to be hot in the lead up mm. and it's going to be hot on the day. Yep. So How much um, water does mm. it get? So a bit different to last year when it was uh, – Cats and dogs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little right. bit of moisture. A little bit of moisture. That's yeah. right. Just changed things up sort of mid card, didn't it? Uh-huh. Yes. That's yep. right. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah, warmish and uh a fast. To reassess the outfit. Yeah. It's almost a short stay, isn't it? But can we I mean are we in a marquee or something? I'm, I'm trying to sort something out. So, yeah, <laughs> if anyone's listening you can get us into that uh, little marquee. I've I've sent a couple of texts here, surely. <laughs> Surely, 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 surely the one one is surely, surely Tommy can get us into the triple M one. Yeah, I think we're already in the Magic Millions one. Are we? Yeah, because we got a runner in the race. So, oh, very yeah, good. Bad luck to the lads coming with us. Stiff shit. Well, yeah, uh, fellas, we'll be back in a sec. Yeah, <laughs> four hours later. <laughs> Where's the car? <laughs>
Um, but yes, so yeah, um, that is the racetrack report brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Let's get cracking on this card, Terry. Race one, 12, 24 p.m. kickoff. It's the third heat of the Tad Touch Westby Platinum Autumn Series. Uh, it's a 1,200-metre handicap. Um, Steve Wolf and Sean McGrady, seven winners they combined for last week between Can't them. Miss. And uh, they've got Export Man who won a Magic Millions two years ago. Looks like Steve's got him back on track. He'll be squaring off against one of the runs of the day there, <clears throat> pardon me, at Ascot on the 5th of Feb. That was his dream and first up for Luke Fernie and Chris Parnham. Those two seem to dominate the market at the moment and uh, see why we are. First upper from the Jason Miller yard, drawn nicely for CJP, has a trial under its belt and it looks a possible winning chance as well. Yeah, it's a good uh, open race here. I always like the um, 66 plus form coming back to platinum mm. type of uh, type of business. There was even a little bit of money around for uh, Export Man last start, surprisingly, in that 66 plus. I went back and had a better look at its previous run with Tarjon in the um, in the West Speed race, and I think it probably wins when chopped out. The problem, I think, the reason I didn't give it the credit initially for that run and, and something. Sort of, I've probably stopped doing a little bit, and this was a nice reminder. Is sometimes when a horse gets chopped out and then they lose their momentum, we always expect them to pick up and sprint again. And yeah. it didn't pick up and let down to the line again. It, that doesn't mean it wasn't going well. It just means they got chopped out and just simply didn't let down again. So, yeah, it easily, easily could have won um, that a weaker platinum than this, albeit um, two starts ago. And I think the, the Halatorian and, and Stella Vista formed from that. Uh, races uh, uh, definitely the best form I guess the issue is he was under the stick from the 600 still so he's a horse that's still probably on his days probably not not turning up on, on occasion um, but I think that is the best form reference but there's some some pretty nice horses in this so I'm not um, yeah I'm not uh, I'm not necessarily diving in at anything too short here mm. yeah what, what are we another horse who's um who has to be considered um, when weighing up, assessing this race is twice a fortnight. First up last Saturday, it's a maiden, but for um, for Paddy Carberry, they never never got clear at any stage, went to the line. Hard a few held. of them did though. I think yep. that's going to be a tricky form race. So, You're going to look at Dance Cocky, who was deep and goal. That's gone super. Kelvin. You're going to look at Kelvin and Kelvin's a battler. Yep. I think that was the greatest indication. That was a very, very, and Cable Boy winning. Cable Boy winning. That's a very, very, very weak um, West Speed Platinum from last race. And that's why I'm sort of happy to have Export Man. In saying that, see why we are couldn't do um not see why we are sorry twice a fortnight and i couldn't do much yeah. more than what it did just yeah. standing up in the irons behind them and you can go back and, and look at a maiden where twice a fortnight just went down to see why we are stalked it in the run nothing between them gets two kilos on it for that run um so you can draw a direct comparison there his dreaming was one of the runs of the day uh last time out there looks to be enough speed in this and all of the speed is good enough but not good enough to win in mm -hmm. my mind it'll it'll give us a great indication if one of those kick and win or kick and a right in the finish it might say well, hang on this is an on pace day because we're going to see dance cocky amber highway zach loves to fly as mm -hmm. the obvious three forward none of them should win um but if one of them does or if one of them or a couple of them uh, or even all three run better than expected races with my market where i've got them 26 31 and 41 and um, that is probably the greatest indication because I expect Export Man will be last. Who, so who, who, be last. who are your three again? Dance Cocky, Dance Amber Cocky. Highway, Zach Loves to Fly. Right. Yeah. yeah and I think Bella yeah. Sprite will be just behind them, Requisition just behind them. Evidence might come across from the from the awkward gate and race on speed. So it's 
it's weakish speed. Um, but the leaders do have an opportunity um, to kick if they've got the horses like Bella Sprite and Requisition, who's not going that well at the moment, can turn up at Pinjarra though, and evidence on their back. Like mm. It's a great opportunity for a leader. If it, is, if, a, if it is a leader by a star, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's a great opportunity for a leader to nick this, but um, I'm just not going to allow for a bias track for, for race one, and that can just happen if it does. Um, but the, the main chances are all going to be rearward, apart from probably see why we are, who will park up behind them, but not completely convinced on the trial. So, yeah, tough race. Export man, that a was, clear uh, favourite. That was actually won by Serviceman, that, that trial. Yes, actually it was. Quite good. And now it's drawn wide here, yep. which probably makes it very hard to come at. So, I'm, um, I'm actually streaming favourite ahead of Export man. Also, okay. So, yeah. That's twelve hundred was a minor query for me. It's gonna be it's gonna be dead last as yep. well. Here's Jeremy from the gate. I think Chris will just take a hold and go back. Um I just thought with all that pressure up front, he can sort of just sort of drop in behind them, improve sort of three or four wide, get last crack at them. So I imagine export man and and here's dreaming would be will be making their runs at similar similar stages. So I was just impressed with He's dreaming first up. Mm -hmm. The he's late. I think he ran the fastest last two hundred of the day. So if he can, I had a good if, crack at him. If actually, he can, um, out to a big pass too. If he can sort of conserve early and and produce that booming finish late, then he can match Export Man. I think. Yep. Well, that's the big question. If you're gonna, if you if you're happy to suggest the speed map, and it does look like a race where they can make ground, you mm -hmm. can say, oh, who do I think is going to run the best last two between his dreaming and Export Man? And that's probably the question you've got to ask yourself. So, I've got Export Man just on top in my market, but I. I did not do my market with any confidence whatsoever. Yeah, and if there's a if there's a leader that I'm going to spec out at a price, I'm I'm going to be having something on dance cocky for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I reckon it might get crossed. Okay, it's not super quick. I think uh, Zach or um, even Amber Highway. I think they'll really come out right. I, I thought Amber Highway went all right. Ridden went another one. It went quieter. huge. It went huge. Yep. Last I think it was quieter, not by design. There was just six leaders in the race. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um it's one maybe Chrissy Nicolon for an A Forest that could find a length as well. So okay. it, it, yeah, good good race if you want to find something outside the box on speed. I think. All right, race two is the Tab Touch Pinjarra Cup and fashions on the field. That's You're the entering? second of April handicap. No, I won't be entering. No. Although my dad won the Albany Race Club fashions on the field a couple of weeks ago, so <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> There you go. So, the, there you the, go birthday, the birthday suit. Or what, did, uh, <laughs> what did Bernie sport on that know. occasion? Uh, no, he just yeah, he just looked very smart as usual. But he yeah, always does. Yes. he always does. Yeah, he brought his best to the Great Southern, and his best was good enough to get the result. So I, I must admit, post Odin Arca, I thoroughly enjoyed having a chat to your old man, and uh, yeah, his uh, infectious enthusiasm still at that age. So I'm hoping, um, yeah, hoping I've still got that same level of infectious <laughs> enthusiasm. <laughs> This is a 2,000 metre graduation 60 plus event, full field as well, 14 plus four. Uh, there's a few that were last night double engaged across Mount Barker. Uh, yeah. not, not sure whether they came out or not. Rock Legacy, Zachariah Bow, I think, were the two. Oh, no, uh, but no. I imagine they've probably both come out since acceptance time. But uh, really at the moment, Karamundi, Soviet Spy, uh, look to have the edge in the uh, in the market and um, others in single figures include Rock Legacy, the aforementioned Rock Legacy and my boy Eddie, who uh, from the Alan Matthews yard being stretched out to a middle distance here after a couple of runs at the mile. Um, both are out. Both are out of Mount yeah. Barker. Okay. I didn't even know that they were, uh, uh, it's Mount Barker Cup Day. What have I been doing? I've must admit I've cracked the shits with Mount Barker a little bit. I've cracked the shits with all country racing at the moment, which is very unlike me. But So are we going to have a get out 
in the last Esperance on Saturday if we need it? Well, it's funny, actually. <laughs> the only race I've done for the day is yeah. the last because it's about 15 minutes after the last at Pinjarra yeah. and if we've absolutely done air uh, backswords. Yeah. Um, yeah, I might try and find one, but uh, it was a tough race. It's a 2,000-metre <laughs> class two at Esperance. <laughs> Where I think, uh, That's what we're hanging our hats on if, yeah. it, gets, if it gets grim Where on uh, Magic uh, A horse like Free Solo will probably go around $2.50 favourite. So I think we might be in straw. <laughs> we might be back in a maiden in a, uh, yeah, a 2,000-metre class too anyway. So we've got our big swoop coming across leading. We've got a bit of speed also no. through Django Dream, Elementaria, um, Overthought, Far Away might come across from wide. It's, uh, it could be a bit of pressure on early. Terry? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that they'll be very keen to find the front with um, – with Django Dream again, and it should lead. And I think Elementario will probably breeze. I think, uh, I hope it eventuates this way. Big swoop, like it, it put in a, a shocker at Ascot on the 17th of December, um, had a little freshen up, came back over the mile, was so so. Really nice win. So Ray Malpass done a great job to get a horse to peak, give it a tiny freshen up, and get it to peak so quickly again after. Um, yeah, I just thought that was super impressive. If you go back to its win, both 54 pluses at Belmont and Pinjarra, drew wide gates. Um, or didn't draw a wide gate at Pinjara, but got sort of caught deep, had to work to the breeze. You're not entitled to give the little kick that it gave mm. on both occasions. Uh, if you go back through, and Big Sweep's a horse, I mean, I've had some good results on Big Sweep in the past. Um, it's a horse that's either far better finding the rail leading over the mile or something close to the mile back in the day, 1,400, um, or I actually think it's a better horse with a little bit of cover, mm -hmm. um, preferably like literally the – I call it the playing God run where you sit just behind the speed and get going from the six top thing. Yeah, cover and, and, cover and roll. That's Stevie yeah. Barnum. It's, it's, I reckon he's, he's, he's one of the better uh, implementers of that ride as well. So I think he can let those two draw on either side of him or both drawn just outside of him, come across come across with them and, and just tuck in just off the speed. And as uh, soon as they show any signs of faltering, uh, he doesn't want to let a horse go around him, obviously, even if it means going at the eight. Um, he just pops off and and off he goes and um i think he'll go really close to, to winning the race i i do think that the way the map eventuates soviet spy can kick up here and land in about six or so and probably follow big sweep into the race and i think soviet spy wins to okay. be honest with you um it looks a really nice setup and i'm wary of these staying races that it can be um they take turns like your turn your turn but soviet spy has been one of the unluckiest horses this whole campaign and even go back to its trials they were elite yeah like it's come back a proper horse the only reason it's 28 days i think i might message one of our the owners trav murray and uh, johnny pine you know they're flying as owners as well aren't they yeah it's all lightning um i might uh, find out but i think the 28 days is just because of the programming there was a midweek race they could have gone to or an 1800 seven days later and I think the fact that their win was off 25 days, they've just said, well, let's just hold off um, the 28 and go to Pinjarra. So I'm, I'm taking it as no setback. So jumping well enough, can hold a spot in about seventh um, because seven of these are just proper dropout horses, which will go right to the back. And I think Soviet Spy will just about follow Big Swoop and get over the top of them. But current markets, I, I don't know, you could save Soviet Spy, but I think I'll make Big Swoop the result here, okay. to be honest with you, um, if it's double figures. So... Uh, that's that's my thought process. Pretty keen to uh, have a reasonable reasonable crack here, and um, hope 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 my map is right, and that Karamundi, uh, who looks like it'll probably get the two thousand, is just just a little bit too far back. Back and wide, back yes. wide fan, fanning. Yeah, it's going to have to be super performance yeah. map wise. It's 
for current Mundi, it's almost it's almost more important what happens out in front and who takes him into the race. Does Fryer away get caught deep and look to make a mid race move, or yep. with these staying races, and then does Big Swoop then get hemmed in and Soviet Spites the same, and, and the winner comes centrally? That's why you've always got to be wary um, with the staying races because because moves can can cook your maps very quickly. Um, so yeah, that's that's why we're slightly mindful. Soviet Spy for me as well, another winner for. Uh Trav Murray, <laughs> some of the best stats in the business, that guy. Yeah, that's and, incredible. Uh, John O'Pint and uh, Greg Brown, of course, there in the Soviet spy ownership. And for, well earned for mine, well. I think I, I, I know the 2000 is a query. My boy Eddie's been running in against some quality opposition recently. He's been competing really well. Coiled up, um, conserve Paddy Carberry from a low draw. Uh, I can see my boy Eddie really hitting the line and making things interesting there. So if it turns into a staining contest, though, Soviet Spy is going to going to outwork him. But my boy Eddie can make things a little bit tricky for him. Yeah, hundred percent. It's flying. Um, it's just my modus opera modus operandi. Yeah, to always take on horses first go at a, at yeah. a staying trip. But uh, it's just if, more the if uh, it stays, the company he's been holding his own and they've been and it's been two races won by weapons and leading. So yeah. it's, he's ended up back last and he can't jump. So in all fairness, can he take? advantage of three the thing in his favor as i said there's so many horses that will just drop out here so maybe carver gives him a little dig early and he can try and follow soviet spy um but yeah always happy to take one on first go at the staying trip but also wouldn't surprise me for one okay race three is the dance to felix after the last handicap oh, look out yeah we'll be doing that look out felix is going to have the place rocking after the last there at magic wins so this is race three 72 plus 1400 it was big nommies for this race but i think some of the some of the quality engaged scared away uh, some of the others so it's been reduced to an eight acceptance uh, acceptors final field some yeah some really nice horses here river rubicon flying chevelle de Varga coming out of a brave performance in um in good company there at the ascot mile that was a hundred thousand dollar race at ascot last start then we've got uh weapon sun won its last two for dan morton and william pike and a couple other horses here who uh, can make things uh challenging for the fancied runners terry yeah no i think it's a um a small but select little group. I'm, I'm not overly convinced on, on much here. Weapon Sun's back to the 1,400. I, I know they nominated for the mile, but Drew Wide and Pikewood is riding uh, one for Bob. So it does make sense to come to this race. I think most people are just thinking, oh, Weapon Sun will lead. Like, Weapon Sun's found two races with no leaders, and now it's back in trip. I think if they show some intent with Chevelle de Varga, Chevelle de Varga. Um, Chevelle de Varga will lead. Will lead for yep. sure. And yep. I also think that, 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 where is my speed map? Um, I know that Roy's really keen for Big Butter Boom to be as far forward as possible. So wouldn't even surprise me if Big Butter Boom rolls around and um, ends up in the breeze and Pikey stalks him on weapons. And so will it be as effective at back to the 1400 stalking him? I think it'll still go really well, but um, it's just different to how uh, how he's been winning. So it's a fascinating watch. River Rubicon, in that sense, could not be far from Weapon Sun's back, if that's the case, and who's going to out-sprint who then. So I'd fascinating little race. Uh, I like the senior going on thorough, good drop in weight. I think it can run a cheeky race, but I don't know if it's up to the other two. Happy to take on multinational first up at the – uh, for 150 days in this grade um, at the 1400 from an awkward Garrett barrier, it's near impossible for me. Kendall's yeah, me dad's uh, flying. No it's just, trial multinational either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendall's me dad's flying. It's just the wrong race. So keep following it. Sluice Box is just here for a pipe opener into its campaign. I'd suggest so. Two favourites for me, but I, I found it difficult to split them in the market, and I think the market's got it pretty right. Mm. 
Chevrolet yeah. Tobago can give a, it. It was going super last start in a cold rail as well, or dodgy little rail um, behind Corn Cob. Uh, well, big got, screen and yeah, Delco Queen got, got, got crossed yep. by a big big screen early, and then so. got got Pikey came across on Corn Cob and pushed uh, Chevrolet Tobago to the fence, yep. which isn't um, the pref- its preferred racing pattern. So if we get a um, if it does play that on pace uh, rail type track that we saw, um, I think the greatest example for that last Pinjarra track as well, I had this written down, was look at a horse called, and it's running today, Cocoon Bay, who I know a few people have had nightmares uh, <laughs> over, but just have a look at how well it went on that rail in behind them. Um, and then I think in the same race, was it the same race? She's Fit um, came out, was very well backed into favourites, um, got to the centre of the track and really just struggled to struggled to let down. Still let down. I think it ran the quickest last two of the race, but they've gone like nine lengths quicker than bench and it still couldn't make proper ground on horses like Denzo, Hot Chatter, yep. like pretty battlers, I'd suggest. So, um, And then Let's Fit has come out next start and ran a really good second to- Megami. Megami, yep. who, who's flying ahead of a couple of reasonable three-year-olds. So I, I think- yeah, that was the race that really just showed you once you saw how that formatted up next start, um, how strong that rail and, and fence was. So that's worth keeping in mind. But in saying that, Weaponson and River Rubicon shouldn't be far from Chevelle here. Class, I think we'll get those two past it, but yeah. I'm not sure in what order. Yeah, I'm slightly into River Rubicon here. Just always had always had a strong view on this fellow's talent. Just starting to really put it all, put it together. I wouldn't be surprised with another if he can pinch a win here, that he could. Steve might even throw him in the deep end. Sunday, with, um, a Pinjo Classic or Bunbury Stakes. What about on, weapons? On I was going to ask you that. What about weapons, son? But p- perhaps there is. It just just depends what the result is. It'll um, be a ninety plus yeah. the Pinjo Classic. So. Yeah. So he's. he's it just depends. There is a mile 72 plus coming up for Weapon Sun and then there's Boy. an 18 coming up for him as well. So was sort of thinking we might try to stretch him out to an 18. Yep. But if he wins again, then we've got to sort of seriously consider a, a Bunbury Stakes option for him perhaps because there's post Bunbury Stakes, of course, there's the, um, I think it's called the Grandstand Cup 1500 and the Old Comrade Stakes 1600, which dig deep as compared in over the last couple of years. So those races are all Good on reference. the horizon. But River Rubicon for, for mine, I think he's yeah, I think he's a real I think he's a black type horse in the making. If uh, if he can have a couple behind him, which he should do, definitely sluice box and maybe one other, then he can be close enough to to zap them late with his big booming finish. Yep. Nah, good little race. Race four. The Thoroughbred Breeders WA Platinum Phillies and Mares Classic. I thought this was uh, worth more than it um, more than it is. Yeah, wasn't it 80K. called something else? The Pearl. I think it still is called the Pearl. The Pearl. The Pearl. This was called the Pearl. It was called the Pearl. Yeah, it was called the Pearl. Yeah. Last year, lipstick flickers. Cal Bruton. I was going to Cal Give it to you for a question for the uh, mastermind. Actually, ah, yeah, I didn't know. The Pearl. So lipstick flickers is looking to win this race twice. Twice in two years. Oh, it is. Okay. All right, yeah. Yeah, as Terry said, this is the Phillies of Mares Classic, the Pearl, 1,200 metres here at uh, Pinchero Park for race number four. Uh, another one that had decent nominations, but they sort of trim, trimmed away. Actually, Down to couple, seven, yeah, and Rebel Zone and uh, Strathmore Rose came back came in. Came back in. Mm. So important that they did because it's allowed it to be a uh, pay one, two, three, and both – Rebel Zone and Strathmore Rose could consider themselves chances in this particular race. So, um, Dion won't be too happy that Strathmore Rose I bet. in the race. I bet. So, in saying that, I, I get this feeling that they're looking to 
take a little bit of cover with Strathmore Rose maybe and try something a little different. I'm, I'm not sure okay. for, for certain. But so the no. Dion horse, of course, is Sockoff, who's, yes. uh, who, Quick. who loves the rail, doesn't she? Loves, loves the rail, loves the paint. Loves the paint. Loves the paint. Loves the paint. Um, so hard yeah. horse to assess sock off to be honest with you yeah. it's like is it going well the 1400 gave a nice kick went too quick was entitled to stop prior start had to breeze outside of no white flag uh a it doesn't breeze that well but still stuck on reasonably well two dates two and half length so been, yep. but i'll tell you what 556 bucks with strathmore rose in the race um doesn't entice doesn't entice. It's the way I was. It's funny. I actually, you were laughing. <laughs> I'd done the race before they got put back in. <laughs> I'd finished it. So I had to redo the race, um, which was really impressive at about 20 past 10 on <laughs> Wednesday morning. Um, I knew I had a bit of a deadline yesterday. Um, so I had to redo the race. And I, yeah, I sock off just got absolutely walloped in my market out the door. So um, that's it, it's the exact type of one I, I would, uh, even with Strathmore Rose, to be honest with you, I really follow scratchings closely because when you've got two out and out, leaders who are really strong out in front on a rail um if one of them come out straight away the race is it's a different race yes. like it's a completely and utterly different race so um good pearl classic though not bad not bad we've got stella vista who brings some of the hottest form lines in the state to uh, the pro- track probably the hottest i'd say yeah. Hal- halatorian of course mm. um and hammer mill no luck at last start just got held up at a crucial stage that horse is going really well for Merrill Halley riding change CJP on board as well which is encouraging lipstick flickers Luke Campbell from nine do they press forward how does how does she slot in I think so um so there's yeah I mean you can make a case for for most of these can Wednesday win on a Saturday though Terry I'm not sure I don't know no I can't it absolutely got given a gift last time out. Regal Access missed the kick, worked hard to lead. Wednesday jumped super, followed it into the race, only got it by a half. So, no, Wednesday cannot win on a Saturday. Okay. I reckon I've, I don't, I don't mind one at a price in this. Oh, good. Me yeah. too. Hey. Me too. Yeah, me too. Right. I'm playing uh, I'm playing purely by market on this race, though. Good. Three, two, one. Blow, Blow me, me out. out. Ah, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm purely playing on market on this race. The big, yeah. the big thing for me from their last starts, blow me out. Stella and Hammer Mill met in the same race, and to be honest, I didn't. I don't know. Blow me out doesn't give me a huge winner's feel, no. but um, I, I don't think there was much between their three runs. I thought Stella Vista was still the best of the three runs, and it deserves a clear favoritism. Um, it had to cart up the field over the unsuitable 1200 meters behind Halatorian on a fence, which was a little bit of a query. I, I think I mentioned it last week. We we told Will. Well, we told Roy to tell Will to stay um, a horse off the fence in the straight, but he did it the entirety of the race. So it never really had proper cover on that fence. So it's, I think, a far better run than it looks. The trial was super. It's won three of its last five. So it's it shed that nonny tag now. Um, Stella, it's a type of horse that could just um, go too, on with too it. Too good for him, yeah. Well, it yep. could just it could just completely go on with it. But in saying that, I'm, I'm pretty – I marked it a clear favourite, but in saying that 350 is just below my price, I'm – if it wins at that price, good on it. I'm I'm not too perturbed um, about that. But as I said, blow me out and hammer meal. I don't think there was much between the runs. And blow me out lands close to the one one here. Uh, it's back to Pinjarra where it's two from five. Uh, it was super in the Pearl Classic last year when Jade was caught deep. The trip ran the second quickest last two of the race. Um, I liked the trial when it led, which isn't its uh, it's not its go. Yeah, I think teens each way. It's just just over the odds. I was about seven eight bucks. I'm yeah, not, I'm not super short, but. Um, yeah, 
Made sense. Made happy, sense. Ta- happy taking on lipstick and Wednesday. Happy taking on Dream to Me, as good as it's going. Happy taking on Sockoff with Strathmore in the race. Rebels on from an awkward gate. Can win back to 1,200, but I'm not too perturbed at five bucks. So, yeah. Yeah, blow me out makes sense to me from a market point of view as well. I think I had it third favourite. So, mm-hmm. um, Lucy going on. Um, doesn't like C- CJP uh, sort of suited her last start sort of quiet zigged and zagged late but from four with lucy on can sort of be there and ready to pounce without should be without one burning one. yeah should be so one. blow me out yeah blow me out it, feel, it doesn't feel like i'm backing a winner here with blow no. me out to be honest and if the market went up and it was blow me out seven or eight dollars and hammer mill fourteen dollars or something i would have said hammer mill you know so i I don't necessarily have a huge amount between them but uh yeah purely purely from a market point of view teens each way is um plenty i don't think blow me out's a horse that will necessarily be strongly found in the market either so i'm i'm pretty confident you'll get um each way double figures and comfortable double figures blow me out throughout so yeah let's do it was was it a magic moons day where we did the show and we did the preview and we had Brett Pope training about five yeah. winners. And he didn't not, – not one ran a place. I don't think he had a place. No. Danny George <laughs> might have ran a place in a maiden or something or uh, – <laughs> dearie me, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be uh, – yeah. There won't be too many Brett Pope runners I'll be diving into <laughs> in this program. That, that might be the only one that gets a little bit – Jeez, we anchored him that day, poor we old Pope. Yeah. We anchored him big time. But, yeah, I think uh, – I think Terry and I are aligned here with uh, a bit of an each-way play in the Pearl mm. Classic. Blow me out. Um, Jeez, so. good, good name as well, isn't it? Blow me <laughs> Yeah, that's a cracker. Blow <laughs> me out. Let's try and be more offensive. I, reckon, I, I can tell you who you would have named that horse as well, and we're about to speak to him. Who's that? Andrew Walker, surely, <laughs> I reckon. <that's- laughs> it's Mastermind time, listeners. Once again, we said this last week. We'll say it again. Buckle up. This is going to be fun. Okay, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. Much anticipated. Very much so, Terry. That's right. Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Uh, If you're in the neighbourhood up there in the hills, uh, make sure you drop in, say hello to the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor. Let him know that you listen to to the 1-1, of course. Feed, flutter, frothy, Family atmosphere, big debt, rocking up there at the Mundaring. Uh, Butchie's up and about, Terry. We've mm. spoken about this. Whenever he finds one that he thinks is over the line, he calls it a pheasant. He thinks that's a that's a thing. Instead of a moral, it's a pheasant. So he labelled one a pheasant at Ascot yesterday. Don't trust Judas. Amber is that Gl- one? Amber Glide, oh. $15.49, Betfair mm. SP. Thank you very much. So Butchie shout up there at the Mundaring this weekend, punters. So, But let's get rolling. Let's bring back... He made, he made an impression first up and an even bigger impression second up, knocking off Sammy White. It's our carryover champion, Andrew. What up, Walks? Walker, welcome back. Hello, lads. How are we? Very good, mate. Very good. Always always better for having you on the program too. So, any got any zingers for us ready to go straight away this week? We'll give you. We'll just nah, give you clear the, air here. The feeling's mutual, mate. No, no, I'll wait till Old Bank gets on the line. I'm going to just burn him up a little bit, getting his head first. And, um, <laughs> old mate. We'll, we'll get, go from there. Right? Doesn't head. even have a name, just old mate. Getting his head. I reckon, uh, I reckon you got him poor old Sammy White's head. I think he's still rattled last week. So let's see, what treatment, let's see what treatment he's got in store for our challenger, Mitchell Pavin. He's been on here a few times. He's had a few cracks at the Mastermind. Runner-up, controversially, in the jockey versus trainer Mastermind tournament. He's back, Mitchell Pavin. 
How are we, boys? So excited. Sound less enthused. No, I'm not letting walks cook me, so soft speaker. I'm not listening until the questions start. <laughs> He's emotionally rattled already. Hey? Someone's already. Someone who's already talking about how I'm going to get in their head. Tell me I'm in your head without telling me I'm in your head. Honestly. <laughs> hey? Like and speaking of, I'm still waiting for my fucking $100 voucher. <laughs> hey? Oh, we'll give you a $100 voucher. Beep, beep, beep. I suppose you know where I live. Address. You're always waiting for people to pay you. You're always waiting for people to pay Yeah, I was going to say, the only person to fucking over-promise and under-deliver like that is fucking payment racing. <laughs> Oh, three pool pumps, Dave. Three pool pumps. I thought I thought you were going to say some sort there, Walter. Uh, some sort is, <laughs> yeah, really, really strong on the weekend, wasn't he? Uh, wasn't yeah. he, Walks? Just just needs to Go find a, a nice faster. little six hundred meter race somewhere. Go a bit faster out of the gates next time, hey? <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> oh, that poor ambulance, eh? Hey? The front end's never been the same. <laughs> oh. Seriously, eh? Hey? I got tired late. Oh, yeah, you reckon? Yeah, saw her in a 400 jump out. <laughs> hey? That's tomorrow, bud. Well, no, oh, good day. Right. Went well. We did it for the run. <laughs> How many lengths can you improve in one run? 12? <laughs> Just want to know, eh? Hey, the next start. Asking for a mate. <laughs> All right. Oh, All dearie, right. Dearie, me. Andrew, Mitchell, your names are your buzzers. To be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first to answer. Three questions correctly. Terry. Challenger, are you ready? Born ready. Mastermind, <laughs> are you ready? I am ready. That's you, Andrew. Fuck me dead. Three, two, one. Who am I? I debuted in September 2017. And despite being placed twice at stakes level, it took me seven starts and a lowly northern maiden to break my maiden status. Despite only winning five times in my 54-start career, I think it's fair to suggest I eat everything possible out of my level of ability, earning a tick over $800,000 in the process. My most recent and final outing, I believe, was a month ago in the 2023 Perth Cup. Here is a list of the races I competed in. I ran in a two-year-old. Oh. Did someone have a crack there? No. Okay. Quivered. I ran in a two-year-old and three-year-old Magic Millions. I ran second in a Perth Stakes, third in a WA Styres. I ran in a Karakata, a Faretha, a Guineas, a Lex Piper. Walks. Walks. Gemma's done? Nah. Jeez, Mitch, you get the whole of this. This is – you've just given it away, Walks, you half-wit. Uh, I, I won a JC Roberts, ran third in a Mel Vista, won a WATC Derby, competed in three RJ Peters, running second once, competed in three Railways, running third once, competed in three Kingstons, three Teds, running second and third, three Perth Cups, running third once, ran third in a Bunbury Stakes and a Greenest. Mitchy, what's your answer? Platoon. Let's Thought say. I'd give that to him, eh? Incredible. Right. The list is quite incredible, actually. Uh, I won a Cyril Flower over 1,200, only six weeks. Would you weeks. have got that, Mitchell, if I didn't give it to you? Just say yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> Just yeah. this. Uh, after nil. competing in a Perth Cup, uh, etc. It goes for quite a while, so I'm not even going to read the end of it today, BJ. Mm. Absolute ripper. Yeah, platoon. platoon. It beat Akin after that railway third, so yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> I haven't forgotten about that one. All right. Mitchell won. Walks yet to score. 
All right. You could call that half point A <laughs> if you were being creative. Jeez, you're looking for freebies already, are you, Andrew? I'll bet him three one. All right. Name, <laughs> n- name the horse that won the Magic Millions two-year-old classic on debut back in 2018. Valroad Walks. <laughs> Valroad Walks? Back me off. <laughs> Valorode is correct. Aaron Mitchell. Yeah, just just a first warning though. You've got you've got to go with walks before the answer. Yeah, that's pretty Neil Mitchell. So give that to him as well if you want to see me really off the canvas. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd prefer if you used your full name, Andrew, from now on as well. A N D R U E. Thanks, Pitch. All right. One all. Name the trainer who has saddled up the past two Magic Millions three-year-old trophy winners. Mitchell. Mitchie. Three. David Harrison. Oh, Harrow is correct. Oh, you're only one uh, one stride away from being defeated here. Andrew, how are we feeling? Oh, that's right. Nah, nah, ice, mate. Ice in the vein. <laughs> Gemma's son and Pixie Chicks, Harrow's last two, three-odd Magic Millions winners. Okay. Export Man and the Gurus, Be Optimistic, finished first and third in the 2021 two-year-old Magic Millions with both horses racing at Pinjarra this Saturday. Name the Roy Rogers train galloper that split the pair in the two-year-old feature. Mitchell. Mitchell. Dark assault. Nah, good guess, though. Good guess. This is a toughie. Andrew for the steal. Three. Two. Get off the Chris Sight walk. One. Nah, I can't. I got nothing, eh? I'm going to say Crippy Wonder. That was a, what, what were you going to say? Crippy Wonder. No. Yeah, Roy trained that off. Yeah, <laughs> he trained that for years, I think. Good one. Uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, Heavenly, <laughs> Heavenly Waters. Heavenly Waters. Heavenly Waters. <laughs> Goes about as quick as some sort for the first 400 as well, old Heavenly Waters. <laughs> all right. All right. Next question. It's uh, Mitchell 2, walks 1. Metallon is a full brother to what former high-class Mitchell, sprinting mare? Mitchell. 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 Mitchie Pavin is so dear, mate. Has saluted. We need, we need to have the Zoom cam on him to get the salute we, after he yeah. won the master. I reckon one. there's a delay on my phone, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I just think the delay's in your brain, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of a cognitive delay there, eh? Oh, <laughs> hey, but I guess what, big boy? I'm not forgetting about that $100 slides up there, so. <laughs> whenever you're ready to drop that off at my house. <laughs> Oh, I told you. It's just like the clocker. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose, you know, I shouldn't be that upset beating, sorry, beaten by someone who's a horse trainer. I mean, what's next week? We do a plumbing quiz doing. <laughs> <laughs> Max Leach, you can run a fucking shower to a floor waste alley. Come on. How do, you, how do you fix the hose at the stables? Eh? Oh, yeah. Honestly, eh? I came around and do some plumbing for him the other day and I had to change the hose end of the hose. I mean, 
honestly, man, that's when it's time to just call mum and say, what did you actually teach me when we grew up? <laughs> Tell you what, Terry, how can- He's how, turning this loss into a win, isn't how, he? How can the 1-1 proceed without walks? Uh, you know what we should do, eh? Because I know there's a few more questions left and Mitch raised himself. We should just go, winner takes all last question. <laughs> You're starting to sound like Josh on the 2K this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, how oh, good. No, I wouldn't back myself either if I was you, mate. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Mitchell Payton, uh, you are back on top. You are the mastermind. Uh, congratulations, yeah, mate. What so a, happy for you, mate. What, eh? a, what so a tussle. Happy. What a tussle. Walks, it's, the show's not going to be the same without you. It, what might, be, it might be listenable now. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Mitch will take out two hundred dollar vouchers and have dinner together. I guess. Will we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do we do? Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Are you? Definitely not taking muscles and couch with only two hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be non. That'd be non tray for one of them. <laughs> the eight hundred out in the hole by the end. Have to go on the show another sixteen times to clear the funds. <laughs> No, it's uh, awesome, man. I'll just be waiting on my doorstep for that voucher. I can't wait. <laughs> what day do you reckon it'll come? Like, just approximately, I've got to structure my week around it next week. Kids <laughs> meals and stuff, you know? Got a third kid coming as well. <laughs> you have to express it. I'll make it before then. That's two months away. Express post or something, maybe. Oh, uh, all right. Mitchell, <laughs> congratulations, mate. Uh, thanks for coming on. Can we get you back on to defend your title next week? Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, sounds good. All right. Walks, thanks, mate. This has been great. <laughs> <laughs> the, and- the Andrew Walker experience, we'll never forget. Please is all mine, mate. Please is all mine. <laughs> Believe God. Oh, lad, ta Thanks, uh, Jess. See you, guys. Oh, dear. Gee whiz. That's brought actual tears. <laughs> That's brought actual tears. It's... It's a rarity that uh, someone can out-talk me. Just, just, just get us both to the point of silence for about 10 minutes straight. But, uh, dearie, yeah. man, he's, he's lost, but he, he might feel like he's won. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, Mitchie was he, – he, he, this was the one that he, mm. he wanted to win desperately. Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, he was fresh. He knew exactly yeah. what he needed to do. Geez, yeah. that would have been tough to lose to Walks or yeah. today if he, if he did go down. So yeah. that was bigger than any race this will test you compete in this, yeah. this campaign, I'd suggest. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. His confidence must be sky high. Feature race winner, trainer of this will test you, back on top as the WA Racing mastermind. It's all coming up. Mitchie Payton at the moment, isn't it? Mm, it certainly is. All right. It certainly is. Let's, uh, we're going to have to have a bit of, <laughs> take, a, take a deep breath here. Uh, just the uh, the whole Andrew Walker um, experience, quite something. So we'll take a break and we'll be back with more of our Magic Millions Day preview. Right, the preview continues, listeners, with race five. It's the lightsaber at Darling View in 2023 handicap. Straight thousand meter seventy two plus. Is this the race that your horse won last year? Was a sixty plus? Sixty last plus. Year. It's, last it's year. almost like it's been catered for us to some degree. Yeah. But in saying that, if it was a sixty plus, we'd be carrying sixty, which what we that's what we carried yeah, last, last year. year when we won. Yeah. Um, that's right. But uh, this time around, it's a seventy two plus territory. Of course, is the bottom weight number nine material witness. But I tell you what, for a um, for a short course contest, this is a ripper. It certainly is, and it's. To be honest, probably not a good betting race because only Material Witness and um, 
popping blue have been down the straight. Some horses just simply do not get the straight whatsoever. You can make assessments on the way certain horses run. You th- oh, I think this will get it or I think that will get it, but until it actually occurs, you, you simply don't know. So, um, yeah, plenty of money horses here. Spin the knife, interestingly. I don't know why it's changed stables. I don't know if it's the same owners. Um, but Spin the Knife has moved from Luke Fernie to um, to Stephen Miller. It's drawn the right part of the track. It probably lands behind Bopping Blue, I'd think, who will come across find the outside fence with Metallon. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget the the wider the barrier, the better down the Pinjarra Straits. So Metallon's drawn the wrong side, but it's probably got the speed to come across and be one off the fence. So I don't think it's the end of the world. Uh, Moishois just behind them. Capital Flight, who is four from four, I think, with Luke Campbell on. Double check that maybe for me. Three from three, four from four. Unbeaten, anyway, with Luke Campbell on. Um, we'll come across with beads. One of those will probably get caught three off the fence, which isn't the end of the world to be honest with you. Um, and then Material Witness and Eorways will mm. probably be the two out the back, hoping gaps appear and the um, and the leaders come back to them, BJ. But uh, fascinating race. Just looking at it from a market point of view, I think my, my Schwarz over the odds at $8, $9, but barely. I'm sort of like seven, so not a race I'm too keen to get involved in. I, I get the feeling Material Witness will jump $15, $16, bet mm. fair. I, around a bend, it's a rung below these. It's a length or two below these, but – People under underrate the importance of going down the straight and straight experience. It, it's something else. The material witness the last run was anything on that Pinjarra track. Nothing could make any ground on. It's not an apprentice's horse. We've had the apprentice on three starts in a row. It's, it's a difficult horse to handle. Um, Clint handles him well. And, um, yeah, if he gets out to something $15 plus, he becomes just a little each way bet for me. So but- so the two those two horses, material witness – uh, three attempts, two wins and a third down the straight thousand. Yes. And the third was with the apprentice on. And Bop and Blue, two from two. Yes. Two class two. five and a 60 plus. So yeah. again, it's a, that's the thing. The stats, reading the stats out on their own look wonderful, but mm. none of us, uh, neither of the two, sorry, have had success in sort of this grade mm. um, down the straight. And if you look at just the raw times as well, Bop and Blue probably does have to improve a little bit. And while Pike's on, it's not necessarily the type of horse that Pike gets a huge amount more out of compared to Alan Kennedy. So, um, yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. What's no the, real what's, opinion. What's the data saying? What does the data tell you about a horse on the up like Medlock? Uh, I, I think – well, I've got a – I tried to do a likely trade market. Not that it mattered. I, I, I had no real interest from a betting point of view. I'm, I'm happy to be an owner here and have something on mine. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Metallon will probably start – Favorite? It depends what what the word is with spin the knife yeah. and what they're thinking. But I think Metallon will probably start favorite just, from, just from seen, spin the knife. Seen the owners and if they're, I think there's a bookie or two in the ownership there. So Bobby. I imagine imagine the uh, if it, if it's on then we'll know. Uh, the spin mar- the knife. Market. Yeah. Will, okay. Will determine that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that 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 that'll determine what happens with the rest of the market. But then I think uh, bopping, Moishwa bar plates on premium choice. So we'll, we'll take it on. I think beads will be out the door come late. I think always will jump probably a hundred to one. Um, so if you're going to back it, definitely jump on Betfair. Don't back it now. And I think Material Witness will definitely be a better price late. So um, Metallon, Spin the Knife, they're the two obvious ones to be getting some strong money, but there will be bopping blue money purely on the fact that it's a straight 
straight horse with that with um, Pike on board, and as I said, Moy Schwaz the one that's come up a little bit above my price as well. But it's a tricky race, isn't it? Yeah, with, especially with the spin the knife. That trial was good. S J Miller, Brad Barnum drawing the rights on the track. First, yeah, it's, it's a lot of guesswork in this race. It's so. won twice with 60 kilos too, mm. so it actually carries weight pretty I well. Mean, Luke, knife, Luke had so. a massive opinion of spin and knife mm-hmm. as well. So um, if if SJ can extract that obvious talent there, then who knows? But, yeah, I think I'm just going to wait to see what happens closer to start time on betfair.com.au and just chip away at, at maybe a bit of value. So. I hope that Metallon or spin the knife get absolutely walloped in betting and start – unders and we get some $14 moishoire and $19 mm. material witness and either way I'm pretty confident whatever I bet on this race I'm going to lose <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see mine run a whole so, so, material witness so each way that's the, my tip material witness each way so bookies will, the, bookies will be the winner 100% you, you want me around for this race I've got absolutely no idea I reckon the market will come hard for something and the market will know yeah that's the thing so yeah anyway. I, I tend to think that's going to be spin the knife but uh, but um, yeah probably the Oh, it's the same owners, actually. Yeah, probably the toughest, yeah. Um, yeah. Brett, Brett Arthur in the ownership. There. Yeah. He's a Calgary bookie from way back. So doesn't, doesn't mind a Rex hunt. Well, I imagine if, if, if it's ready to go, then we'll know. Um, race six. The they ta- might be a little bit, um, after last week, the Stephen Miller team, they didn't go that bad, as I said, but they might be a little bit gun-shy now. Perhaps it does happen too. Race six, the Tab Touch Pinjar Classics on the 26th of February. They just probably should have just put that there. Oh, you beat me, so that was too obvious. <laughs> you actually beat me to it. The Alatorian Pinjaro Classic on the 26th of February handicap. This is a 1,200-metre graduation being scaled to a 58-plus. And uh, a couple of three – there's three three-year-olds in this race who, um, yeah, will be – obviously will dominate the market. We've got Val Cicina coming out of a WA Breeders Classic Three wide, no cover the entire, and still boxed on to run fifth behind all the Kingsmen and fewest playful Planet Cash and Gage Roads. I think that were the four that beat her home. Super run, 1,400 back to 1,200 off a 20-day break for Simon A and Patrick Carberry. I thought Capo Veloce is building, building really well into its preparation and getting getting really close. And Adam Durant has a horse coming out of a maiden victory by the name of Super Session. Couldn't have been much more impressive. They had plenty of favours, but debut was encouraging and then put them away, second up, CJP back on board for this assignment. Thoughts? You'd think the three-year-old first four was a pretty good bet here, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be pretty surprised if they don't run one, two, three, four. Oh, sorry, I forgot about Prawns 11, my bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Prawns eleven. That's yeah. uh, well. Look, I, I was hoping um, I've got Prawns eleven and Val Cicina top two, and then Daylight, yeah. Daylight to the rest. Um, I was hoping that one of them sort of went up considerable unders, and the other one uh, it was a bet. I was happy to sort of go either way, and this is probably a good race to assess a track pattern. Um, will um, will it be a good rail on pace day, and Val Cicina be suited through the fence, uh, or will they be making ground? Because I with the speed map, if you just let me grab it up. You've got Ornamental Bell, Ex-Celestial, and then I think King's Wench leads up a three-wide line. Yes. They won leading up a three-wide line. So yep. with 51, I don't think they'll be too perturbed about that. That's pretty weak, I reckon, from that point of view. So straight away, and we saw it, we were probably one of many who dove into the um, Queen of Jerusalem drift yesterday. But, I mean, we, we knew what we were getting into. We knew it was decoy noxious and float our boat out in front and you need a gap to appear and even if it does appear it has to appear early because they're gone so early and i don't know if ornamental bell and x celestial will be gone as early but i think king's wench will take you into the race really well from that three wide line so um 
I, I don't know. That, that's why I've marked Prawns 11 a slight favourite. I, I think the fact that we've got a strong three-wide line, and I, I just love Pike on this type of horse. Who, yeah. Who ran a quicker last two than my Bella May um, when it met at two starts ago. I just think it's full of talent. I, Yeah, in saying that, it, um, after Val Sassina's last run, I thought wherever it goes next, it's million to one, I won't be on her as well. So, uh, yeah, to, who gets the brakes, who gets the luck, who gets the better ride, et cetera, et cetera. But if, if those two, one of those two don't win it, I'll be I'll be pretty surprised. Yeah, so just prior to- I think Super just, Sessions, Bay to win was good, but that's a rung below. Yeah, I agree. Just prior, just prior to 12 noon on, on the Thursday when we're recording here, Pawns 11, roughly 320, Volsacino, roughly 350 average. So- um, I'm 290 versus 320. Yeah. So I've got them cleared out. I've probably been too aggressive with that, but- No, I don't think so. I think Super Session for mine is unders at 480. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Capo Veloce is probably about the right. I would yep. be surprised to see Super Session push out okay. more towards Capo Veloce's price. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So it's, I can't see money coming anywhere else in the book, but it is currently 127, 128 percent market across the board, which means everything has to increase by 30%. Yep. I think- all that increase will probably be swallowed up by other horses like Mahalia, who's 16. That'll probably get out to 30. King's Wench, it could stay in the market to some degree, but mm-hmm. it'll it'll wobble out. Super Session from 480, as BJ said, it'll probably get out to $8, $9. Um, so that 30% will be swallowed up there. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty confident one of the two win, but that's yeah. a very short Dutch play at sort of 310 and 350 type thing. So I, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe wait for the day, have a look at a pattern and um, and hope that one of them um, provides what you need on Betfair. William and William, Luthwaite, Pike. Yeah. Winkers off for this first up assignment for Prawns 11. Well, the Winkers only went on in the Placid Arc where it jumped for the first time and um, went uh, went no good. So the Winkers off you'd think is a positive move. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the vet, the post-race vets showed nothing up there but something amiss there beating 14.6 lengths there in the – Placid arc, but prior Started to that- Started 10 bucks in a yeah. $500,000 race. So. Yeah. yeah. Valsacena was a run of the Breeders' Classic, just Massive. about. Massive. Like I, yeah. yeah, I was pretty keen on Valsacena in that race. And he just, unfortunately for Paddy, just got caught without, um, with Cavo and Santorio tucked in, so. Yeah. What you were saying, just about the pattern of the day established at this stage, mm-hmm. um, I, think, I think we'll have a lot more confidence by the time race six rolls yep. around. In, um, Speed maps are just, I'm learning, uh, not learning, you know, just how important they are when you've got Ornamental Bell and Ex Celestial, who I think will both jump 100 to 1. When they're the two leaders and you've got a horse in barrier one, it's not ideal. No. It's not ideal. So if they are looking like they're making ground, I'm definitely more in the Prawns 11 camp. Um, I think the key for Valsacina as well, so you've got Ornamental Bell in front. Uh, who's the horse? It's just Prince Monk's men yeah. end up leaders back. By the way, it's flying. Just it should be going midweek. Does Super Session end up leaders back? Does Recharge get across and end up leaders back? Does I'm Eugene kick up and get yeah. leaders back? Who's the one and, and what does it allow Paddy to do? But in saying that, Paddy has a very good record um, on these type of horses from those type of gates um, in getting him out and rolling at the right time. So Yeah, well, I imagine she'll be tra- travelling strong. So if he can, if there's an opportunity to edge his way, out into some clear air that Paddy will be pounce upon that. But yeah, good contest. Prawns 11, Valsacina. And we don't be surprised to see Capo Veloce just run a bottler here. I think that's building towards something and um, hit the line really hard to finish alongside Melkar Pindari, who we'll be talking about soon last start. So um, mm-hmm. that was behind, that was in the Wild Bell race. But uh, yeah, as we mentioned in the intro, the four year olds look to have this um, between them. So Pawns 11 versus Valsacina, they're the ones at the top of the market Mm -hmm. at this present moment in time. 
Wheaton's Irrigation and Design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Whitten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Whitten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Whitten's. All right, the first of our features, Terry. Race seven, the Magic Millions WA three-year-old trophy. Set weights, 1,200 metres. Street Parade and Man Crush, they finished four, third and fourth, respectively, in last year's two-year-old classic. They uh, they line up here, and the horse that I just mentioned, Melkar Pindari, one of the best maidens in Western Australia. William Pike on, Winkers on, jumps from gate one after being three wide, the, three wide no cover the entire in the Wild Bell race at Ascot a couple of weeks ago. Other than that, it's hard to find, hard to really find anything um, that you can hang your hat on. Uh, falls away a little bit quickly this race from a depth point of view, but Mount Crush is black type level, Street Parade's black type level, and we've got a strong sense that Melkar Pindari is going to head in that general direction as well. Yeah, this is – you just got to remember this is a lot of maidens against some stakes performers and one up-and-comer, yeah. and you can almost – just lob a line through a lot of these. Niet's a fascinating runner. It's not going to be competitive here whatsoever, but it was the Russian Revolution that went for 350K, so wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I reckon it might be in a dispersal sale for about 12,000 in the uh, <laughs> coming weeks. And <laughs> the lads might have done their dough there. Um, but there's a lot of speed in this. I really respect the early move for Wojtek in the <laughs> – <laughs> How's that? The boys having a, having a bet. Oh, it's gone up 50s. Let's back it into 20s. Let's, having a pop. That's having a pop. I reckon if it doesn't jump 800 to 1 on Betfair, I'll be awfully surprised. Um, but it's important for the speed map, BJ, because mm. it's it's got the widest gate. It's a leader in Geraldton. Um, so that there's a bit of potential speed here. Divine Inanna, interesting if they can hold up or if um, Street Parade does get across and find the fence. Man Crush will just spear across, I'm sure. Uh, Snipper Nova showed really good speed in its trial. It was a great trial. Mm. Um, but I simply am not going to consider that type of horse in a race of this quality. Only eyes for him has a little bit of speed as well. So, um, Tell you what, though, if Slippinova went to a maiden, it would be odds very on. Very popular. So, yeah. Very popular. And I wouldn't – if you're looking at Wojtek at 30 to 1 and this is 35 to 1, it's not a difficult decision which way you'd go. But there's just a real class edge here. I, I think – I personally believe Street Parade will jump about 230. Mm -hmm. I think it will get absolutely walloped in betting. Uh, I think there's just got to be some risk on man crush from the barrier and maybe breezing. And Jesus it's just – He's a fast horse, though. If he, he is, if he, yeah. If he zips across yep. And, yep. and Luke's got him cherry, then mm -hmm. look out. Yeah. Well, Pete. Pete's Pete, got him cherry. Pete, yeah. Pete's got him cherry. Yeah, exactly. Right. Luke's been now. Um, and Kingy. Stiffed. <laughs> Have a look at his barriers this this time. He's got here's dreaming from the widest. He's got mine later be optimistic drawn car park and man crush drawn car park. He's copped a uh, yeah, he's copped a, a stiff one with the with the gates. But uh yeah, look, I think Street Parade will be extremely well backed. Um smart enough to go down and to the tab on Monday and take the five bucks actually. Went down there a little cash bet, which I really do. Thought it might uh, get a little bit shorter than that. And um so I, I think I don't know how you want to play it. I think maybe saving Street Parade and maybe saving sooner rather than later and then making the result Malkar Pindari. I really like this horse, BJ. Mm. I know it um, hasn't got the same runs on the board that Street Parade does, but I think there's plenty of speed on in this. I think the horse jumps actually reasonably well. Um, it jumps, yeah. Yeah, sure. I think it jumps reasonably well and, and – 
And if Divine Inanna, it's probably three of the fence. If it's Street Pro, Divine Inanna or Divine Inanna leading. I think Divine Inanna, how tough it was, you definitely prefer to lead on it if it can. Um, but again, if you want to back a, a jockey in to get out of a tough situation, it's it's William Pike. And um, yeah, I just thought it's run behind Wild Bell was huge. It was uh, unlucky. Um, pretty much every run last campaign when it was unsuccessful in breaking its maiden status and um, its trials before that were absolutely anything. So, mm. yeah, that's the way I want to go. But the markets come like really, really hard. Like as soon as it went up five bucks yesterday, that got taken. Um, my my feel is- up in Durham? Yeah, it was there for about eight seconds. So who did you say you got $5 on the other day? Street Parade, yeah? Street Parade, yeah. yeah. Street Parade was uh, – I think it was what, what might have even been all in. What did Brad think of that? Well, he would he'd probably know now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think there'll be big money Street Parade and I think we'll get the opportunity to back Mal Cup in Derry late. That's the feeling I'm getting um, just with the – especially with the Cut the Talk winning really well yesterday, mm. my Bella May form. Yeah, I think Street Parade will be super popular in betting. That's yeah, my feel. I think I'm back to Street Parade in the Magic Means last year. Shot clear with Sean McGrady on board and it was uh, She's a belter. fair old horse gunned him down. She's a belter. She's graceful. She's graceful. She's in a dispersal in an um, yeah. online sale recently. So. Yeah, some youngsters don't come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really just – I got the blinkers on here with Mel Carp in Daryl. The winkers on, like the horse. So, um, yeah, love the gate, love the hoop. If they go, if they go quick and Pike's just coiled up and he can extract, um, do his usual ex- extraction here on Melcarp in Darry, with a bit of momentum and some fluidity and dashing late, I, I think I just think this is the one. Yep, yep, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, um, yeah. I guess just my only concerns if you held up just for a stride, yeah. and, and or Street Parade gets given the top man crush breezes and they dom- and they at set weights and penalties. I mean, yeah. just looking at their. Uh, rating 78, 75 Raiders. You know, they are the dominant two runners. Yeah. So, um, look, I'm my plan is to save Street, I, even though it's really boring again, price wise, I just can't have any of the others. Mm-hmm. So, save Street Parade, money back on the horse. I expect to be absolutely walloped in betting. Um, and then look, hopefully, at a late price, Malka Pindari, get something four plus. Okay. It's very boring, but that's, yeah, when you're happy to put a line through so many horses. And then the, the horse that can break my heart is probably Man Crush. Okay. So I'll cop that. Uh, Melka Pindari for me. Yeah, pretty keen All right. on him. All right. Bit of a lining. Sorry? Bit of a lining, isn't there? What do you mean? With us. Oh, a yes. Lining, yeah, yeah, a lining. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, well, we're, we're aligning in, uh, from an ownership sense in the next. It's the well, Magic Moons WA two-year-old classic, $250,000 on the table punters. And um, – yeah, went to the barrier draw on Sunday, went to the event, which was out of the Mandoon Estate. That was good fun. And um, the fancies all appeared to draw well anyway. A lot of good men in eights, current $2.40 favourite. Odin Arca, $5.50 in gate four. And Super Smink, $5.00, uh, sorry, $3.50 rather. Um, barrier five for the Dan Morton trained filly there. From a market point of view, it looks like it's a three horse race, Terry. Are you narrowed your focus to three or are you thinking about including any others of the 14 runners as uh, possible winning chances? No, just the three for me. I think I think the market's pretty right in that sense. Happy to take a set. The fourth favourite's Dubai's daughter. I thought the trial was only okay. If it beats these horses on debut, then 
good too on good. you. Yeah, too, too good. good. Thought Champagne Street was really tough, but Paddy gave it a nice steer from the gate. It's going to be a bit of a sit and duck. And then you got the rest of them. Big leading Taddy's one that could run a – if somehow – I don't see any horse getting a soft lead in this, to be honest, but if somehow Peter Nucky kicks it out, runs and rolls, and it is that on-pace track, it's the one that could be the blowout horse at yeah. 60, 70, 80 to 1, whatever it jumps late. Um, but, no, I, I think that the – the three favourites are bang on in the market. They look well mapped in a race with reasonable speed. Um, yeah, I, I think the market is somewhat accurate. Um, the A lot of good men's got very strong figures twice in a row, but I, I don't know how much – that means that it will be extremely well supported. And as I said to that little um, – our – uh, Odenaki group. I don't think we need to rush in for the 550. I suspect that might even wobble out a little bit late. Um, the thing is, though, with with the with the data in that sense, you go, what else did you want Odenaki to do last mm. start? It was 1,200 back to 1,000. It went through the line super. The form lines behind it, we don't know how they read yet, but maybe they don't read as strong. Um, but it, it simply couldn't have done much more at an unsuitable trip. So I'm not too perturbed about that. And yeah, the blinkers, like you had the wingers on the last, the blinkers are on for me pretty clearly. <laughs> it's just, to be honest, wait for the late price. We saw it jump. We saw a big drift last night. Wait for the late price. And if I see, because I've got it cleared out to a top three, if I see 650, 220, 750, 240, I just back it each way. And know. that's that's as, simply, that's as simple as I'm going to keep it. Super smink. Um, I said I thought it was entitled to do it. It did last start to a degree with that last two under. I thought if you look at Ecstasy of Gold underneath it, it wasn't getting home too dissimilar. In saying that, I think it'll come on panels, second up, draws to land a lot closer. Um, I thought a lot of good men was a better run, but horses naturally do improve at their second race start um, heaps. So any of the three can win for me, And um, but I'll go with Odenaka each way, late price. Odenaka each way for me as well. I um, You know what's going to happen? We didn't tip it last week and, <laughs> and this week we were like, yeah, load up, get on. Isn't that the, the big overreaction on the punt sometimes? Yeah, but still the way that you laid it out, I mean, do we really, are we going to chime in? Exactly right. Chime in the fave at 2, 240. Uh, a lot of good men. Shout out to Paul Huckle and the crew there. Um yeah, we have just have to stick like Odenaka. I think even like we spoke about the the debut run, he just hasn't really had an opportunity just to build into the race like like a lot of good men has at his last two. So we really haven't been able to see what he can do, sort of rolling into the into the race off the bend with momentum. And um, yeah, I just think with if we can get some momentum and some clear air, then yeah, I think he can match the the two favourites late. That's for sure, and that double their price or bigger, closer to start time, then that has to be the way we go, I think. Um, another horse who's, for mine, his value, I thought this was the fourth pick in the race, was Guarding Heaven, ridden up on top of the speed last start. I think they're going to ride more conservatively from a wide draw here. Don't mind this filly at all. Um, look out for Guarding Heaven running on. But for me, yeah, it's yeah blinkers, winkers, everything. Uh, locked, loaded, Odenaka. Odenaka. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I went to the um, before. Never been beaten at Pinch either. Yeah, what about Ma uh, Maureen? Uh, Maureen Wolf, Steve's wife, says, oh, you, you're, drawing the, you're drawing the barrier. This was on Saturday. She oh, yeah, I should have mentioned that earlier. Yeah. You're drawing the barrier. Tremendous job, yeah. by the way. Yeah, it's quite nerve-wracking, actually. The, yeah. the, the night before, I messaged my friend uh, Keith Watson, Jr., and he was responsible for the winter bottom stakes barrier draw for Red Cam Man. And of course, he drew barrier 17 of 17. <laughs> so I messaged Keithy and I said, Have you got any um, 
have you got any tips for me? And he said, phone in so you can get someone else to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Theory, mate. I don't think he's been the same since then, Keithy. So, um, but yeah, so we got there lucky enough to draw. um, If you could have picked an alley, it would have been probably four, wouldn't it as well? Yeah, four, five, six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Very happy when I saw that one come through on the the WhatsApp. But the the good gates for the the main players is sort of, it's really... Um, made it into real like it's it's, it's on isn't yep. it? the race is on speed's drawn there's some speed drawn wide as well um, I presume Champagne Street will probably come across so yeah cracking the race yeah and uh, yeah over to Mr Magic Moons himself Sean McGrady shooting for five that's so, incredible isn't it yeah it's is mm. incredible so mm. in a bit of in a uh, real purple patch as well so we can't wait listeners it's going to be a going to be a great experience for uh, for us well for me anyway Terry's used to it because he's had Magic Moons runners the last three years is that right the last two years but this will be the <laughs> only one that doesn't start triple figures three though didn't you have Yemen or was that the same yeah thing? Yemen be optimistic yeah that's it this will, so this will be the oh, third. Oh, this is the third. This Sorry, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the third. The third yeah. But, yeah, uh, be optimistic because I've done 150 to 100 in third. Um, I remember Luke's voicemail that morning. And Luke, you know, Luke's a confident man at sometimes, but he never usually says this. And I remember that morning and Snipperucci was in the race and albeit it broke down. But I remember him saying on that voicemail, I would not swap our horse for any – he never ever says that for any other horse in the race. And I'm going, fair enough. And it was probably the run of the race that day. Big. So he'll be optimistic. Good segue into the last. But, uh, yeah, this is the first time I think I've had one that hasn't started 101. <laughs> so, and I'm uh, – yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think I genuinely. I think we'll win. I actually, I've just got this feeling we're gonna we're gonna win. But I, I don't know. When you're going right, you think everything's gonna win. When you're going right, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good way to feel. It's a great investment as well. Like we're having so much fun, and a couple of the Chase and Eddie, as I said, first time owners. Um, it's a great investment for the ongoing own the dream concept, which is that an event at Yarradale Stud last Sunday. I think they've got another event coming up this weekend or i think it might be out of the magic moon sale complex so um yeah so we we used the the voucher that we got for competing in the Own the dream last year we ended up our one one Own the dream syndicate ended up in three uh horses small shares with with steve wolf three yearlings and this is the first one to step out so from i think from the day that we paid up until he won his first race at an arc it was 11 months so very fortunate to have such a um, such an amazingly quick turnaround and from investment to, to our first runner and then our first winner. So yeah, great fun, the Own the Dream. So hopefully a lot of our listeners and, and other people within the industry that are um, involved in the in the concept or, or have been in recent years, hopefully they're having as much fun as what, what we are at the moment. So good stuff to, to Rawa and everyone who, who uh, support and put this show on and uh, yeah, we're having a blast. You can see why we are early in the day as they yes. um, own the dream horse as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think their their name, their team name was See Why We Are Broke, which is <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Which is why it's called See Why We Are. So uh, yeah, See Why We Are Broke. But um, but yes, yeah, so good fun, and um, yeah, brings us up to the last on the card, of course, Terry, the Get Out Stakes. Uh, it certainly is, B-J-S-T-E-A-K-S, proudly brought to us by... Market City Meats. Of course. Largest retail butcher shop in Perth, Terry, located out there at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt uh, and his team, they run a uh, ter- tremendous operation out there at the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. So. When you're in there, let them know that you tune into the one one, and they'll uh, give you the red carpet treatment out there at Market City Meats Group One Gourmet Produce. Yeah, it's an outstanding operation. So, congratulations to last week's Get Out Stakes winner Shane Page. Another 
first time get out stakes winner Terry. So that yeah, it's tremendous how uh, how much this competition we a, is. We haven't had a dual winner in uh, in months, have we? Yeah, it's been a while. So um, yeah, good on you, Shane. He um, he was nearest the pin there in the last race at Ascot last Saturday. Of course, that was uh, who won that race? Tadwier. 1.25 lengths for Shane Page. The, um, the, the, the official margin was 1.28 lengths. So he was almost bang on. And that was, uh, as we mentioned earlier, a fantastic result for the Ganjimi brothers in the get out. So to enter this week's competition, this is race nine at Pinjarra this Saturday. Let us know who you think will win race nine and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And um, yeah, never ever forget Sam White rule. First in best dressed. Race nine is the Geisel Park Stud Handicap. 1,600 metres rating, 66 plus. Geisel Park, of course, are the owners the Geisel of- Geisel or Geisel? Geisel, sorry. Geisel? No. Oh, Geisel? I just don't get the opportunity to, co- to correct you. This might be your key clean. <laughs> Geisel. Quake clean. Geisel. Um, of course, they're the- uh, And Eddie Rigg, the owner of Laced Up Heels, had her first run at Sandown last Saturday. Thought she went super from running she on did, from back yeah. in the field. Only beaten 1.5 lengths on the line, basically. So Took the win halfway down the straight. Yeah. Just uh, had to sustain a pretty lengthy old run. So Yeah, yeah. Look out for her. 100%. Second up, laced up heels for LK Fernie. But the guys will park start handicap. Terry's got a runner. Be optimistic. Saddlecloth number five. All my money's a chance. Arcadia Grace is a chance. West, West River Miracle dropping back in grade there's some other form in this race it's a tricky way to end magic moon's day but hopefully we can uh, end on a high terry uh yeah i'm pretty confident that uh pike will win the last again he's making a real hibbit hibbit of it at the moment uh he didn't win it yesterday though not yesterday pontiff beat out beat cjp i dutched the pair of those actually oh, a little bit of a trumpet yeah, yeah. I would have preferred the other one winning at 40 to 1. But Gee, there were some wild rides in that race, yes. Well, the ride on, I was very upset with the ride on guard the safe, to be honest with you. He's sort of half break. He wanted to, he wanted cover, you could tell. And then yeah. he decides to hand up like before, just before the turn. And I started watching Special Sword because I thought, well, you can't win with that ride. That's, that's the, not the I reckon the 10 worst rides of the day were all in that race. Oh, it was just it was horrendous. It was wild. And it was a day where, um, it was a day where, because um, once it gets out to sort of 10, 12, 14 metres at Ascot, you can make ground centrally. It's where you want to be. Um, and I just don't think they caught on to that early enough that you can actually, like, I think Gold Fries came from last. I back Miss Eugen in that particular race. And Jade had the opportunity to follow Gold Fries into the race or go back to the fence, six of the fence at Ascot and the 290, 300 metres straight. And that's what she did. And I think it was an absolute moral beat in it at 20 odd to one as well. So interesting going forward when the rail's out um, that far, if um, catch on. Do you reckon a, a few of the hoops didn't realise there wasn't a cutaway there yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 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 Um, I will probably- say, last comment on yesterday's race before we finish off this uh, this one one. Very rare that Mark Bairstow has a winner and you're not on board, Terry. <laughs> Tell me that you were on right. Well, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No, I messaged Dane after the after the, the race and I said, did you get that tip? Because he used to manage Mitchell yeah. and they obviously had their big run with uh, Mark Bairstow and Mitch Pateman. What but, a time uh, to get live. No, I think I was. What I think time. it was fifty or sixty to one bet fair. I think I was longer than that. So um, it was. This was our funny, but it was actually good placement because it's a fifty rated maiden. So I think if it won the maiden, it would have carried sixty. 
But because it's been racing so long without success, it's, it's raised down to two 50. kilos. Yeah. So no, 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 no. I don't yeah. think that's how it works, is it? No, I think it still gets all those points. But for example, like a horse. What, what grade of race was it? I think it was a class one, wasn't it? Yeah. So yes, it fifty. Nah. So it'll just go up to a. It'll just be two. Next, next time it's in that grade, it'll just be two two and a half kilos off the limit. So, but if you win the maiden, if you won a maiden as your first race start, you'd go into that with sixty. Yeah, all maidens are treated equally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. So best I thought it might have made, might have taken. I thought it would have copped the points. Um, As if I won a maiden? Yes. No, no, because I won a handicap. So. Yeah, it's, well, that's actually really good placement. Yeah. yeah, that's fascinating. There you go. How about the Bunbury trainers just having a real run at the moment? So. Certainly. Yeah. Um, all right. Be optimistic. Carry get on in the last. Or what, what are we doing? Uh, oh, awful map. Awful, <laughs> awful, awful map for it. Dear, dearie, mate. Like we last start. I mean, you get you take some solace from what happened last start because we we thought we'd probably be closer to the one one, and the horse didn't step. And we traditionally are a really good step up, so we can take solace from being in an awkward position there and still getting the job done. Um, last time we went around, we are our best runs are always at our, we're a Pinjarra horse through and through. A mile will be our best trip. I think third up is probably where you're going to see the best of be optimistic. It's just. It's just a really, really, really ugly map for her. Like, I don't know what horse she ends up on the back on who takes mm. into the race. Um, being late in the day is handy, being drawn wide. Often the inside's a little bit more chopped up. So that's in our favour, I think. But, um, yeah, tough, tough steer for Holly. Definitely winnable. I've marked her second favourite. Um, but I've marked her about 680 or so. Okay. So she's about 650 at the minute. So what, so. Okay, so what price you got? The Wizard Arcadia Grace from gate one? 220. Wow. Yeah, I think, I think it's um, – I think it's probably one of your better bets on the card, I, I think. I, I, Taj only claimed the one kilo last start, and all the race was set up sort of nicely for it. So let the zig and zag a little bit. And if you go back to its runs over the mile um, at the end of last campaign, last you go back to its 1,400-metre trial before this prep, um, it's, it failed. With, it just flat-out failed with Fred Kersley on um, the day speedy miss one. But I, I think Arcadia Grace is a really nice horse, and I've – Always been a big fan. We're, we're less in the Cerise and White Vortex these days, but when you get a, a nice up-and-coming Cerise and White runner that's on the minimum from Barrier 1 with William Pike on, like it's it's just your recipe for success. So was, the market's obviously allowing us to have a bet now because it just hasn't been happening very often recently. So, um, yeah, I think the map works out nicely. Seeable will lead and Jupiter Sun will be in the breeze. Jupiter Sun will be gone a long way from home. And even though Seeable doesn't get a super strong mile, I think it'll take you long enough into the race for Pikey to get out and have clear air. And for me, that's that's the winning line. So, um, yeah, I, I think Barrier One's actually a little bit of a blessing here for, for Pike in that sense. So uh, I'll be backing uh, Arcadia Grace and uh, the late price be optimistic, especially if they're making some ground. I'll be looking to save or make that a little result too. Okay, that's my plan. Real, really focused on those two, and I'd be very, very, very surprised if the winner comes from outside them. Oh, I'm going to be on all my money and be optimistic. Okay. So you're not with Arcadia Grace. Um, I don't know. Jeez, I used I, to I, be able, I used to be able to sell things to you. I Peter. think I think I've got a bit of PTSD about mm. Arcadia Grace. So I don't know. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, I actually think that all my money was a better run than it looked behind Weapon Sun, unsuited the way that the race shaped out the other day. Coming back from that grade, um, no, sorry, it's the same grade on Saturday rather. But it'll probably be either stalking arcade. That's what I was thinking. Or, yeah, yeah, it'd be fascinating. Yeah. They're basically that again. I always ask you this question: if they sprint together. Who do you want to be on out of Arcadia Grace and my money? For me, it's a very easy answer: Arcadia Grace. No yeah. worries. But if your answer is all my money, then yeah. That's mm. the 
That's your bet. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, but also what what. Ga- how much gas does Pike have to use earlier just to hold a spot from one with Arcadia Grace? I reckon they'll be mindful and yeah. just sort of say, get out, use your gate, but don't put the handlebars down to yeah. hold the back of Siebel who might go yeah. above bench. Because so, every bit of effort you you use early is, takes away from your late. So exactly right. Maybe in, maybe in, in one way Arcadia Grace can be ridden a bit closer. All my money stalk and maybe all my money gets the last crack at it late type thing. So. Mm-hmm. That's the way I was looking, but I, yeah, I definitely will be having something on. Be optimistic. Late, she's been a good mare to me, actually. And she's been, yeah, she's been a good yeah. little betting mare, hasn't yeah. she? Hundred percent. She's she's really going places. That was a that last win was was really good. It was a great ride from Holly, like a super steer. But the way that be optimistic wins is that, and don't forget, Seabull failed badly last start, and, and Seabull won't get the mom. So we're not perturbed about that. And he's beating us. It's just about taking horses into the race. If Siebel and, and, and Jupiter Sun stays with Siebel and Jupiter Sun's just battling in Jerry, I think it's just coming with Dream to me as a travel yeah. partner, to be honest. Um, but if they do bunch, next thing you know, Arcadia Grace and all the money are in, are in big trouble yeah. in, in a compacted field. Who's the horse you want to be on down the outside? It's be optimistic. Yeah. So I'm not sure what Luke's planning tactically, whether he tries to hold a spot a little bit closer, whether Holly just snags and goes right back because there are some slow ones like – Accelerate, not that slow, but first up, it's not a horse you want to follow. Salon du Chevelle, um, Jupiter Sun, as I said, will be in the breeze. Fry Rask was super last start. They're spacing its runs. Uh, West River Miracle will be up on speed. I just think it's really close to its mark with 60 and a half, um, this type of grade. So it'll be fascinating whether Luke tells Holly to maybe roll the dice a touch and look for a spot midfield cover. Um, yeah, I, I actually don't know what the right decision is in that sense, but that's that's, what, that's, that's how optimistic they, they bunch. We get central. That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah, she's fit fit now. Yeah, yeah, she's tough. And she was super deep yeah. first, so even if yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't I think know, snagging I don't the last know if, I don't is know if very can, hard. I don't know to if win. you can snag. Yeah, like you're gonna need so much to go right from yep. there. So um, I think maybe try to try to be a little bit positive, a little bit optimistic, well, and yeah. Um, yeah, I won't even give Luke my opinion, which I know he loves every time. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's take a break and we'll be back with our bests, our maddies and our layers for Magic Millions Day. We're in the home straight, listeners, because it's time for our Betfair best betting propositions for Magic Millions Race Day. Terry, Betfair best. Uh, And the last, Arcadia Grace. And we'll be saving on- Grace. Grace. And we'll be saving on uh, Be Optimistic, definitely. Okay. I'm going to go for one of the features in the three-year-old trophy. Malkar, Pindari. Malkar. William, William, Winkers. I thought you might have gone the other, the other feature. Uh, I was very tempted, but no. Malkar, Pindari, that's going to get me. That's my bet for best. Oh, it'll be a good story for Bra- William, I mean, not Brooke, sorry. Um, <laughs> it'll be a good story if they do salute. So. <laughs> uh, Maddie. Well, we've, we've thrown a few out in the teens each way, but just we'll, we'll stick with the uh, the theme properly. No fudging this way because they are big fields. So, the ones so that we, we probably don't kind of like blow me out. Yeah, yeah, blow me out. yeah, yeah, exactly right. And they're they're healthy teens, but they are a few points short. So we will stick with it this way. We've got big fields. We've got no excuses. Because they need twenty one. Exactly right. So twenty one dollars plus. Look, I'm very keen on Arca, but uh, I've got leading Taddy about twenty five to one, and it's sixty to one. So um, yeah, I don't even know if I'll back it myself, but uh, leading Taddy, if they can come out. Kick lead, and it's a leader by a state pinch. It can give cheek at a big price. Okay, same race for me. The only, the only horse that really caught my eye um, from a value point of view and fits the criteria 
was guarding heaven. It was very short in the A Lot of Good Men race Would the other you day. Know and you uh, <laughs> That's right. If you were guarding heaven. I think Brad Parnham's um, uh, partner, Sarah, is a shareholder in All oh. Ladies Horse as well. We can't forget they got the All Ladies bonus. So the, the first all oh, yeah. women's owned horse across the line picks up like $60,000 in the Magic Wins two-year-old on Sunday. So guarding heaven at $31, considering it's SP – Last start, I think um, getting back and running on, I think that's my Maddie. Even though Odenak is uh, so, who's the favourite for the who's the favourite for that? I'm just having a quick look. So Snow Prince has just got one owner, and so that's the ladies' horse. Who, who's the owner? Uh, it's Miss MH Day. Oh yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, and uh, of course she has is Miss R Hill. So yeah, that's, that's smart. I think that's, uh, Ryan Hill's sister. Ecstasy yep. of Gold, Champagne Street is one. Yes. Uh, 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 guarding Heaven is one. Big Player is not one. I think there's six. There you go. Fascinating. Yeah. They all have, it's a little race within a race, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And what about the a lot of good men and the, all the king's men? It's like, we're sick of all these uh, ladies only horses. Let's form a bloke syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> Blokes only. Uh, very good. Um, all right, so there is six horses in the Magic Moon 2 yard, all female owned. First one past the post, 60K. Fair 60 or 80? I think it's total 80. I think you get something if you're, oh, like, okay. if you're the second and yep. third horse right. as well. So, yeah, good initiative. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Guarding Heaven, Brad Parnham, Ryan Hill is my Maddie in the two-year-old classic. Lay of the day. Uh, I've gone with Super Session. Really that, nice yeah, horse. Me too. Yeah, just under the odds. I think yep. it'll double in price. So let's uh, against two very good ones. Um, oh, Capo Veloce is very good too. So I just think uh, might run into a couple of good ones. As good as it is. Yeah, at the prices at the moment, it's like four four fifty, four sixty Super yep. Session. I was upwards of seven fifty eight dollars type thing. So yep. uh, I think that has to be my lay of the day as well. Very good. All right. We got to the end of an exciting Magic Millions card. Looking forward to, to Saturday. Always, as I said, one of my favourite tracks to get a Metro meeting on BJ. So looking forward to the day out. Looking forward to Odenaka. Good luck to everyone that's got a horse running, but mainly to the Odenaka owners. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Good luck to you, Terry, as well. Material witness and be optimistic. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. So it should be a cracking day. Thank you to Mitchell Pavement for a chat earlier. Was a very entertaining man, is Mitchell, and a man that probably outdid him in the entertainment stakes as well. Was uh, Andrew Walker, who uh, depends who you speak to. It's either fortunately or unfortunately won't be back on next week after uh, after Mitchell got the chockies. But uh, thank you to Walks. uh, Did he get his voucher? (laughs) I honestly think he's coming around like Terminator style to pick up the voucher. (laughs) Dear, hey, you never mentioned it earlier. I'm that's that's your only for my thing. voucher. Yeah. <laughs> deary, deary me. So yeah, make sure you tune into that. Even if you, um, yeah, if you're a sucker for punishment, make sure you tune in. If you've missed it, even though now you probably know the result, it's still worth listening to Mitchell Pateman and uh, Andrew Walker and the Mastermind. Thank you, our producer, as always, Jen does a super job. Waffles through. Uh, go, sorry, sorts through our waffle. Um, that's us, AJ. So until next week on the one one.